0: Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast.
1: Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan
2: the
3: Area Man. And now,
0: coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest darkest most secure Hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved
3: doomsday bunker here is ryan the area man what's up dave hey buddy uh have you ever woken up and and been uh gotten a bunch uh text messages and tweets uh thinking you're involved in some sort of a mass shooting uh
0: no to date no i have not ever had any of that happen
3: well i have what (laughs) no so literally less than 72 hours ago i believe there was a uh, mass shooting in las vegas yes if you are listening to this and have not heard about that uh, I don't really know where the fuck you've been, yeah, but because uh, it's everywhere. It's all over the news all no, over Vegas is in Vegas, I know, but the incident, yes, it's in the news
0: and it's out there. people this, should know about it. This would be really bad for Vegas' slogan because what happens in Vegas does not always stay in Vegas, well, apparently,
3: not when you uh, kill a decide shit to of people. shoot a bunch of people so here's so how, how do you get involved? It's, and that's a weird, interesting story. <laughs> Um. So, and I'm still not positive how I want to go about this, but I think I'm going to go this route. Okay. Uh. A lot of people don't listen to the very end of a podcast, so at the very end of the podcast, I'll reveal one additional little piece to this whole thing. But for starters, mm-hmm. so it just so happened to be uh, followed by a guy so that me my twitter account my right. personal twitter account right. which i tweet out all the podcasts that we do on this yeah, network
0: yeah uh and other shit we do yeah, yeah
3: i'm followed by a guy with the exact same name as the shooter stephen paddock okay there's a guy with that name not the shooter but a guy with that name who follows me on twitter
0: now is he local or do you not know i don't know okay
3: i, I also follow him back because I tend, you know, early on in my Twitter days, yeah. if you follow me, I'll follow you back. Yeah, I was usually okay. the
0: same way. So, mm-hmm. you know,
3: and it gets to a certain point where you get, you, you don't know who some of these people are, and you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to follow you back. Anyways, this guy followed me, I followed him back. Okay. So, this guy uh, that th- is following me, it, the only connection he has is the fact that he follows me he only follows 17 people he's never tweeted and he doesn't uh, and he he, he follows, So he's following me and like 17 other people 16 other people and then never tweeted and then he's got me and one other person that have followed him back because he doesn't he, he you know he, whatever he doesn't use Twitter right. but he he
0: was going to it one time, time and decided not to apparently
3: so that's that's the knowledge I know about his be. Twitter usage okay, okay? uh so there's another fellow. I shouldn't even give him that much courtesy on Twitter. Who literally the the next day he took this particular guy's uh, Twitter account, took a picture from his Twitter account, and posted it on on Twitter, and saying uh, this guy is the uh, this guy is the shooter, and yada yada yada. Uh, and then he's making speculations about how his Twitter was probably wiped clean, or his Twitter was, uh, you know, whatever, because he's never tweeted. And he finds some of his the, the accounts he's following very interesting. And uh, one of the accounts that he finds interesting happens to be mine because I do conspiracy podcasts right. called Think Tank Podcast, which was you're listening to right now. Okay, right. So, and he he's like screenshots this. And posts this and says, or first he says, and he's following this account, and th- and then he posts another tweet and says, "This is what this guy's all about." And he he starts screenshotting these interviews we had done with Jim Fetzer a handful of months ago. Right. Okay, uh, and then uh, so I gotta let me find it here so you can see, Dave. Holy shit! It goes
0: all over the place. Uh,
3: well, it, it gets really interesting, um, but. Like, I've not had this much action on my Twitter account in a really, well, I don't know if ever. Um, Well, you're in June now. I think you're too far back. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm having a hard time finding this guy's thing, and I'm wondering if it's because he He must have deleted. Okay, I think this is the guy and here's the thing i i I did screenshot stuff on my phone so uh, hopefully this shit's still here but anyways so this is the guy i don't even want to say his name because i don't want to give him any more uh followers or exposure so let's not say his name but yeah you can see he's got 54,800 followers roughly
0: yeah He's following about six grand.
3: Yeah, and he's got one hundred forty-two thousand tweets. All right, well, one
0: hundred and fifteen thousand likes. So
3: he took this guy that follows me. He put his picture (laughs) up there and says, you you know what, whatever. And then this guy that this shooter, which isn't the right guy, this shooter follows this guy. So, um, and then then this is what this guy's all about. Basically, saying like without listening to the interview. Right. Because the interview with Jim Fetzer was he was talking about the Boston bombing, Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. mass shootings, false flags, all this stuff, okay, with Kennedy yeah, and we all briefly that. briefly talked 9-11, yeah, yeah. all kinds so, of shit, we talked with him. But clearly, in the interviews, we're exposing what were false flag things to try and garner gun control, and then on right. top of that, we're, we're anti-massacre, Yeah, yeah. okay? Yeah. This guy is putting it out, though... As, as though we're, like, for this massacres or something. Like, right. he obviously doesn't know who Jim Fetzer is, for one, and, and two, he doesn't... He didn't listen to the episode. Yeah, so yeah. he did zero research on posting the picture of the wrong shooter, or the wrong right, guy. Right, Uh he, he obviously didn't do any research and, and posting what he believed to be, you know, me having right. some sort of negative thing towards the massacre. And then... On top of it, you and I had just uh, gone to a haunted house locally here in Rockford. Rocky, yeah, okay, that's in Illinois. It's nowhere near Las Vegas. No, nope. uh, but we, you and I, also do a podcast called the Rock Vegas. Yeah, and I'll quickly explain that there uh, is a local hockey team called the Rockford Ice Hogs. A bunch of players uh, that were here, they would go out and party, and they would they they named Rockford like gave it a nickname and called it Rock Vegas because. You know, going out into all these clubs and all that, they they had the feel of what they would assume Vegas would be like if Rockford was Vegas, yeah, or something like yeah, that. So we decided to that adopt mean. that nickname, and we called our podcast that. I I, I love the name; I think it works for what we do on that that uh, podcast. Anyways, it has nothing to do with Las Vegas, huh? nothing at all, other than the logo looks similar. Yeah, that's it. No. There's nothing else Vegas-related, though.
0: The one word in the logo, that's
3: it. Yeah. Okay. So, this and guy, You and I have never been, th- been to Vegas together. No, but that's beside the point. I'm just saying. That really is beside the point. I, I'm yeah, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, you, you've, been, you've been to Vegas, and I've been to Vegas, yeah. also beside the point. Right, right. does not matter, because we took a picture together at the Twisted Crypt Haunted House in right. Rockford. Illinois. Right. And <laughs> I took these pictures that we took and i made them a collage or whatever on uh through this instagram app and i posted it on my instagram which is linked to my twitter account mm-hmm. so if you were to scroll down my twitter feed you're obviously going to see that i posted these interviews yeah. with jim Fetzer months ago and, okay. and this picture and the caption i put with a picture on instagram was uh recording at twisted crypt uh a recording audio at Twisted Crypt for an upcoming Rock Vegas episode. Okay, that's that's all it said. Uh, and if you were to go to Instagram once again, did an iota of fucking research, and you clicked on Twisted Crypt, you would see that the location is in Rockford, Illinois. Right. It even says Rockford, Illinois in the picture that I like at the bottom because that's where it's tagged. Because right. I tagged the location. Right. Okay, well, this guy tries to take this. He takes that picture, and I'll show you in a second, Dave. Yeah, that's He what I'm takes looking for. the picture. He puts, from Vegas, his words. I feel like uh, the Sean Spicer thing from SNL. Your words. <laughs> yeah. His words, <laughs> okay. from Vegas. And if you look at the picture, you see Rock Vegas down there. You see Rockford. You see uh, Twisted Crypt. He's trying to take this, like, as though... Me and I guess you and whoever else is in these pictures in were in Las Vegas, and have something to do with this guy that he believes is the shooter that isn't the shooter. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tie me to this, so now I'm starting to get uh, a bunch of fucking weird followers, uh, including okay, the most weird one or like fucked up one, which I don't want these people as followers. Right uh, with the with the Twitter handles of. I love Trump KKK. Okay, oh, no. th- for, for one, that's not a real Trump supporter. Right. That's somebody acting as a Trump supporter to try and, you know, drum up bullshit. Anyways, so, Dave, you're probably thinking, Ryan's fucking lying to me. There's no way this guy fucking posted a picture of us. No, I don't, I don't think you're lying. Right. No, no, I'm just very I, curious I, I want you to say that so that I can then prove it to you. Well, then you're fucking lying. All this is bullshit. It's all in your head. None of this is real. Oh, boy. That's what I was hoping you'd say. So let's see. This guy tweets a lot, so now i got to go back for a handful of days here. And I'm fairly certain you
0: probably paid this guy to, to, to start this fight with you.
3: Oh, I wish. <laughs> All right. So now, I haven't really watched this guy's Twitter account since. Jesus Christ, he's got way too many. I'm gonna have to go back. And Maybe ask he's it.
0: jealous Dang. that we have. Oh, there's your name.
3: Uh, that's not his, though. Let me do. Let's see here. There we go.
0: Oh, that's not. That's his. yours. Hang on. Yes. We,
3: don't, we don't want that. I'm trying to find the one.
0: <laughs> Stephen was following one weird account. Check out Ryan.
3: Yeah, and and so somebody actually tweeted him this, and and then he, but he had also tweeted out my shit too. And then after that, then they have this fucking conversation uh, about it. Uh, let's see here. It, it's really hard. Okay, so this is the this is what he posts on. Uh, this is from his Twitter. This is really bad for the listeners, but yeah, like okay, so this is the original post. Anatomy of a leftist deception operation. I found a Stephen Paddock on Twitter. Okay, Th- that's not the shooter. This picture. Okay, this is the guy that happens to follow me. Okay, okay. uh,
0: and this is the the other Stephen Paddock guy that follows you.
3: Yeah, not right. not the shooter. All right, all right, and and this guy. In this picture, that isn't the shooter is still alive, Right. and has nothing to do with it. He's nowhere near Las Vegas either. He doesn't live there. Okay, uh, it is it's ridiculous.
0: Oh, it says here your your, your guy that's been posting you it says I didn't post about him because I had wrongly identified another yes, man. He Las did Vegas this theater.
3: after the fact, but before that came out, all this other shit was posted. Um. So he's, he's going around... Now, see, he, you see what he says here? I didn't post about him because I right. was wrong. Okay, he posts that there. That's two. Three, he actually has the, the actual guy's name, the actual shooter's name and age. Mm-hmm. But then, and he gives details about the shooting. And then he, he once again, is commenting here about this guy, the, the not-shooter. When I found Stephen Paddock on Twitter, he had five followers. He joined Twitter in 2010, but hasn't tweeted. That is the, the,
1: w- the, the, the state of, of the
3: fake, or the right. fake, not the fake, the, the not shooter. Then he goes, now he has 30 followers, they are all fake Trump supporters. Look at the most recent. And he, like, does a screenshot of it, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're still, I don't know what he's getting at there. And then, let's see here. a lot of these are new I haven't seen some of these because they've happened since alright so let me go back to I clicked on that one right let's see here. what was this one did I click on this one yeah I think this is that's the one you were just on see I'm not really good at this fucking this whole twitter thing let's see I'm trying to find the picture for you
0: Go back one to the one that says. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I want to show you this picture first, and then I can go back. And the problem—I wish this guy didn't fucking tweet so much, so I could go to the very beginning and show you. So, and, and I don't know. So they're saying Jim Fetzer is
0: disturbed too.
3: I don't know. I don't know how to take that tweet. So, like, I've got I've got a mess of shit here. Uh, there's one person says Vegas mass murder followed Jim Fetzer. Listen a bit and you'll see how disturbed this man was. I'm guessing they're talking about Fetzer and not me, uh, or they're talking about the shooter. I can't tell what the fuck he's getting at. In yeah. this, he's but, did, but this did, is somebody else co- all together.
0: Oh yeah. So understand I
3: understand the fucking. I get all kinds of weird shit like all of a sudden. It just makes no sense. Uh, this one That's says strange. Say. Many of foreign accounts, then mine is the only consistent link. I'm thinking it's because of all the people he followed, mine was like one of the only ones that was consistently tweeting or the others kind of weren't tweeting anything. Right. Maybe if I go to his, I think this guy, I think he forced this guy to delete his account. His Twitter account. Yes, he did. Oh, no. the, the fake one, the one that wasn't him? And the, the, the not shooter has no longer has his Twitter account there because he's fucking got tired of the harassment
0: basically uh, I'm guessing
3: okay so this is what the so this guy uh, oh no somebody else was tweeting at this fucking douche nozzle fuck and says about me he tweets a lot about mass killings and conspiracy theories (laughs) yeah you do yeah as though it's a negative thing though right (laughs) this bitch has no idea what the fuck she's done and then uh, yes I noticed him uh, about one of these other ones uh, about where was this one here you know check my shit out and then he he posted maybe I just need to go back to this fucking guy's page and see if I can here's the thing I did report this guy so maybe he's gone and like cleared his shit out but I wish I could report
0: him for what
3: for slander
0: Oh, right As
3: he's trying to fucking imply that I had something to do with this fucking shooting. And he's also wrongly accused somebody else on his Twitter for shit that isn't anything to do with him. You know what I mean?
0: Right.
3: You you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I I mean, mean, it'd be the equivalent of uh, you waking up and your brother... Is getting accused of something that you had nothing to do with. Why is it going? I saw we were at fifteen hours, now we're at ten hours. This almost might be impossible to try and fucking find now
0: because this guy fucking
3: tweets a four hundred thousand things a goddamn day, and he has conversation. I don't understand what. uh, I, I guess maybe if I could figure out how to only see his shit, as opposed to everybody else's shit that they're fucking tweeting at him. Yeah. But he, see, look, it's weird. This guy replies to himself um, on Twitter. so It's very confusing. Go to
0: your notifications, can't you?
3: We were just there, dude, and, and oh. that's where it, I'm trying to get to where now it's going to fucking take me back. Either way, it's fucking pissing me off now. Uh, so that's the basic uh, gist of it. I, I can't See, maybe it's th- on my shit. Maybe it's on my page.
0: I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, when I go to my page, I see all the... It'll say, like, notifications, and it says mentions and all
3: that shit. It's just going to have my stuff. It's not going to have the, people that, the stuff that people tagged me in. That's the thing. You have to go to his page because they're all doing it from his page. Mm, okay. Let's see. Maybe it's from here. Tweets and replies? No. It's not going to be under his But if you click
0: on that one, the twi- the one that you're talking about with the picture, maybe it'll show who forwarded or re- reposted it or whatever. All right, maybe.
2: All right.
0: That one, yeah. Go
3: to the little bars, up and down bars. Oh, so here's one, one bitch. She comments on that picture and goes, Who are you? Paddock followed you.
0: Show more replies.
3: As, as though she's believing that that is the guy. You know what I mean? They all <laughs> you, think this is yeah. the guy. Do you realize
0: the shooter followed you on Twitter? Yeah. So Did there's one. You know, no, was a listener? Have you ever, ever met him?
3: And then here's another So hashtag Paddock followed you. Look
0: at that one's name. G-3-P-U. It's no, that's like,
3: fucking nonsense. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, it, it, none of this shit makes any sense. There's a...
0: Yeah, maybe the retweet. Who retweeted it?
3: Twisted Crypt liked it. I'm guessing Twisted Crypt retweeted it, too. Oh, that's you doing it. No. no, I didn't retweet it. I don't know what that is. I was saying I can retweet it. doesn't show you who retweets it, I oh, guess. Oh, that's gay. Okay. It's like you hover over These yeah. are the two likes. These are the replies. I, I'm wondering, too, if maybe this guy... Um, maybe he took some down? He had to remove some because... Uh, I don't know. Let's see.
0: God, how, how retarded are these people?
3: Well, all right, so let me add a little bit. Look at my impressions over the last week. <laughs> I, I've never had that many. <laughs> Simply because this guy has the same name that just happens to follow me on Twitter. Simply because. Now, so I did a little bit more research, and I got a hold of this Stephen Paddock, the, this non The non-guy that had okay? to get
0: rid of his shit. Uh,
3: and, I, and I had a little conversation with him. He said, to me, he got over 600 friend requests and by, I believe it was, uh, I want to say it was about noon or something like that, on, on Facebook. This would have been, so that's the shooting happened Sunday night, by so Monday, by noon Monday. No, it had to have been before that. At At one point it was... It was 400 friend requests. And then it was 600 plus at the time he finally deactivated his Facebook account. Then on... So he deactivated. This is from him. He told me, I deactivated my Facebook account because I was tired of getting friend requests from people that wanted to be friends with a shooter, a mass shooter. First of all, all the news places were reporting the actual shooter dead on right. Sunday night. right. Why are you friend-requesting a fucking person that you think is a shooter on Monday morning?
0: That's like me um, sending a friend-request to Tom Petty right now.
3: Exactly. Makes no sense. (laughs) Why would you do that? There's not going to be any more activity. And if there was, you're not going to see his page because he hasn't fucking accepted you. Because he can't because he's dead.
2: Yeah.
3: It makes no sense, okay? So what's wrong with you human beings out there that are uh, friend-requesting mass shooters? And say
0: a person that has the same name as the mass shooter. you. Yeah,
3: because worst case scenario he made it out of the shooter made it out of there alive. You actually happen to get the right Facebook account, but they're gonna take his ass into custody. Yeah. So he's not gonna fucking do anything. So why are you friend requesting him? One. Two so then this guy ended up he, he got he deactivated his Facebook account. Right. He waited about four right. hours. And then I had a conversation with him about this uh, Twitter uh, shit that, that it was now starting to like <laughs> come at me. And so he said, well, I don't even know that I have a Twitter This guy didn't even know he had a Twitter account that he created uh, seven years ago. Wow. Because it was, you know, Twitter. It's oh, what, what is too. this? Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I don't get it. And never fucking did anything. Yeah. It was the same thing I did when I first got Twitter. When I first got Twitter ten whatever years ago i didn't do anything on it either because i didn't understand it right. and then i got more and more but this, this this guy that's not the shooter he is an older guy but the actual shooter was older than him
2: mm-hmm.
3: by i believe five years or something like that so uh once again you, this this fucking idiot on twitter he got the age wrong the only thing he got right was the name
0: right and he didn't even get the I full name know it, right is it spelled the same
3: yeah the, the spelling is identical uh, but they have different middle names. The shooter has a, di- a different name than this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so you've got that. So the, the, this guy that puts this shit out there—you want to talk about fake news at its best yeah, and no firsthand? Uh, that's it's a it's a, at a level I've never fucking would have imagined. You know what I mean? And so, anyways, then this guy, uh, the the not shooter, Steven right. Uh, deactivated his Twitter account and then reactivated his Facebook account, changed his name on Facebook and then put a big post which I don't think he quite understands how Facebook works, but Mm -hmm. uh, he puts a big post addressing the people that have friend requested him, but none of them are going to see it because he never accepted the friend request. But he made, this is what's kind of funny about older people on social media is he puts this thing on on Facebook saying to all you people that friend requested uh, me, thinking I'm a <laughs> a mass shooter or right, whatever. Right. Uh, for one, what's wrong with you? And 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 two, I'm tired of getting blamed for something that I have nothing to do with just because I have the same name or something like that. It's like a right. message to these people. but then none of them are going to see it because whatever. Okay. Uh, well, especially
0: if he's got a shit private. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe not. Maybe he doesn't have it private. But the point is, all these. I mean, uh, I did hear rumblings that he received death threats also through his Facebook message thing at different points. So that's slightly uh, disturbing as well. Is that you're death threatening a person who you think is the shooter who is dead?
4: Right.
3: (laughs) Why? Why? I, I don't understand. If you, if you did get the right guy, why are you sending him a death note when it's not, when he's dead? I'm going to kill you again. It's like, it, it, to me, there's no fucking logic behind yeah. most of this shit. Like, it makes and no sense. sense.
0: Here's the thing. So I'm, I'm assuming douche nozzle fuckboy here wasn't anywhere near Vegas, had nothing to do with him. Are you talking about the moron on Twitter? Yeah, the guy on Twitter. Yeah. You know, like, and the, all these other fuckheads that sent this non mass shooter guy that's still alive getting harassed for no reason, death threats. Why? What did you know someone that got killed by the real mass murder and that's why you're exactly. out for revenge? Or are you just doing it because that's what you want to fucking do because you're a millennial fuckhead? Yeah. I hate these people. Dude,
3: they, 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 they need to kill themselves. Yes! Because you are ruining this country, you fucking morons. Okay, when this,
0: when the mass shooting went down Sunday night, and I, I heard about it Monday morning, I just said, wow, that really sucks. That's all I said. I didn't say, I'm going to go find somebody and kill someone because of it. Right. You know, I don't... It, it sucks, but... And now, did you watch the, uh, the president's moment of silence... No. It was the most retarded thing ever. And I and I, and I get it. Pe- most people hate Trump. And I'm probably not really helping Trump's case out in this matter. But I've never witnessed one before because I've never really gave a shit. But I was at my mom and dad's house later in the afternoon when this was going down. And he turned it on because he wanted to hear what was going on. All right. So they're, they break the news. The, the, you know, they're like, oh, breaking news. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're going to go to the White House. Moment of silence. So we're watching. And there's like, I don't know, we'll say 100 people standing outside of the, the lawn in the White House. And Trump walks out with his wife holding hands, and she looked like shit, by the way. And they're walking down, and then his vice president, is that Pence? Is that who mm-hmm. that guy is? Okay. So he's walking down holding his wife's hand for a little while, and like halfway through, he stops holding her hand. They just kind of walk. They get out to um, the part where they're supposed to stop, and they stop. They don't say nothing. They just look forward, and... uh Sorry. The Marine guy's got, like, this bell thing that he he hits three times. He hits that three times. And the whole time, Trump had his eyes closed. He was, like, bobbing back and forth like he was going to fall asleep. And then once the third bell rings, they sit there for a little bit. He opens his eyes, kind of nods, and then they all turn around and leave. Like, they didn't say a fucking word. Like, the whole thing was silent. It was fucking creepy and weird, Yeah, it's a moment of silence for the
3: would that i, I get it but i figured he would have said something he didn't say shit I, you know i honestly i don't know i don't know if that's standard procedure not either i've never seen it It was just standard weird not what I expected. for that and maybe i don't know yeah. uh but maybe trump was like uh give me so let's give it time get more information before we talk about anything too i don't know well,
0: he, he had already given a speech like he addressed yeah. it and he was planning i think he's in vegas now oh,
3: actually okay. well
0: um but yeah it was just it was weird dude i've never seen it i don't know if you can like youtube it and watch the moment of silence or whatever but what's this
3: i don't think so this is the fucking idiot that was on twitter i'm guessing this is him i don't know this is his website though so if you oh, go to his cool. his uh twitter page which i'm not going to give him any fucking crap. don't say his name i'm not going to. um but i clicked on his thing uh i think
0: he's jealous that we had a couple of authors in here and not him
3: Okay, but I, I'm trying. Yeah, he, oh, the, uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. So he's he claims to be an author, novelist. He goes and the planet's only expert on World War One flamethrowers. Oh, aren't you just so fucking. Uh amazing, you piece of shit. You're fucking trying to ruin goddamn lives in your fucking horrible research. I'd hate to read your goddamn books because there's probably probably no fucking research. Uh, Anyways.
0: And he's only been on here since 2013. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't give a shit how long someone's been on Twitter. It it doesn't matter to me, but uh, I did want to see what kind of books he writes. So he's got Ghosts and Ballyhoo, Memoirs of a Failed... LA music journalist alright you go type that in and find out who this fucking asshole is chasing Uh, the last whale yeah but don't buy his shit you know what I mean why don't you I want everybody to fucking go do your own little bit of research put this shit into Google find him then go to Twitter uh, and, and tweet at him and tell him he's a fucking asshole no that.
0: I think if, and this is the only time I condone breaking the law. If you see these stupid fucking books in the bookstore, yes, <laughs> on them, either steal them or light them on fire. Um, do a fraudulent refund. You know, take it, take it away, bring it back and get a refund. You know, that's the only time I would condone doing that kind of shit. Yeah, because this guy does not deserve sales. I think he needs to get less sales.
3: I, I personally, b- based on his. Uh his fucking activity on Twitter. I would say there isn't a single fucking thing you could believe in any of these books. Uh, and I don't know how you can call yourself a fucking author or novelist. You're a piece of shit is what you are. Uh, and, and that's me speaking for what I had to deal with. Because my phone was non-stop. Not only was, well I guess I don't want to get into too much. But I, I also got a shit ton of texts uh, as the day went on. And uh, Facebook stuff and, and my Twitter. I mean, here's the thing. In a in a weird roundabout way, yes, you may have helped the podcast a little bit by getting me additional exposure that we didn't have. But yeah. I, I was I'm getting negative uh, shit too, and and I'm more pissed about the fact that you posted a guy who's not the shooter's picture on your page saying it's a shooter, and you have a nice following of apparently nothing but fucking idiots that will believe everything you say, bunch of sheep, man. and that's insane to me. I'm gonna start that,
0: calling this guy David Koresh. Uh,
3: well, I'm gonna start calling him Dan Block. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, sorry Dan, if you're listening. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but it, you know, this it, it is. this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah, I don't understand how how can you you like literally do no research? If he would have turned on the fucking news or went to Google and typed in that name picture who had to have been the actual shooter's picture not yeah. this other guy yeah. how do you how are you so bad at what you fucking you're an author and a novelist don't you think you'd have more fucking knowledge of how to research something you would think you idiot this guy's a moron anyways fuck him now i want to talk about the actual incident all right
0: all right hold on don't get on that page yet i want to i want to try something
3: Oh, go to Amazon and shit on his fucking books with uh, your reviews, too. Just shit on them. I don't care if you read them or not. Just shit on them. I want to fucking make this guy's life a living hell because he made mine a living hell. And he made this other guy, an innocent guy's life a living hell just because he shares a name with a fucking... Uh, uh, some other guy that they're trying to claim as a fucking shooter. And I'll explain that statement here in a few minutes. What are you doing, Dave? So we can continue on. Go ahead. I'm still. I'm, I'm, I'm I googling. want to get rid of some of these pages.
0: That's. That's fine. No, I'm, you can get rid of his name. I'm googling his name, and your name, and the Vegas picture to see if I can find that ah, tweet yeah, that yeah.
3: you're talking about. There you go. Um, well, I have it on my phone, so I, I'll show you this. So at least you can see that I'm not fully shit. But um, no,
0: no, I don't. I don't think you are. I'm just. I'm just very, very.
3: You're very curious, I know. I am
0: because this fucking douche nozzle faggot fuck, right here,
3: right here, right in the middle of the fucking page. Go ahead and look at that day. What is it? What do you see? Does it say from Vegas?
2: Yeah,
0: from it's, it's, from Las Vegas. That says number nine.
3: Yeah, it says. Yeah, it, I, can read you, exactly what it says without saying his name. Yeah, it
0: says nine replying to somebody. From Las Vegas, and then your
3: tweet that you tweeted is a picture of yes. So he's me. retweeting my tweet, or like uh, quoting my tweet, saying we're in Las Vegas at this moment. You can see in the picture at the bottom it says fucking Rockford, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
3: Can you see that, or am I insane?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm zooming in to see where it says Rockford.
3: If you would have done a, an iota of fucking research and clicked on Twisted Crypt, you'd see it wasn't even in fucking Rockford. But anyways, people started commenting on that after about two hours saying, Twisted Crypt's not even in Las Vegas. Uh, this guy's from Rockford. What, what, what are you? What's the connection? The people didn't understand what this fucking guy was trying to get at. He, yeah. he's, he's literally trying to uh, get people pissed off at a fucking podcaster that does conspiracy podcasts it has nothing to do with this fucking shooting
0: yeah and yeah it is there's pictures
3: i'm in every single fucking picture with you dude yeah well just be glad i didn't tag you or you would have got a fucking brunt of all this shit too well
0: it's because he did well you didn't you put my name because you you're not
3: on instagram and the picture was on instagram then when it goes to twitter it doesn't yeah, know that you, you're you part
0: of it. it over twitter yeah
3: so anyways that's that picture uh he, he he found it interesting. He goes and here's his tweet from September twenty twenty seventeen, and it's in Vegas. <laughs> it's and if, uh, my my tweet is fun night at twisted crypt recording audio for upcoming rock Vegas podcast, and it's links to the Instagram picture. And then he takes the picture and he goes from Las Vegas. You fucking moron! Oh, and I I even put in my thing on uh, Instagram hashtag Rockford hashtag Haunted House. Yeah, I saw the hashtag, Damn Rockford. This guy's such a fucking douchebag. I'm telling you, everybody go to Amazon and shit on his goddamn books. I want you to give them all zero-star reviews and and just say, this is what you get for fucking with uh, the D2R Podcast Network, Think Tank Podcast, and Rock Vegas Podcast. Go tweet at him. I just want everybody to fucking go after this guy because it's ridiculous. So this is his... Here. Finally. This is, this is the best part. And I, I'm going to read this on my phone since I can't find it on the on the actual computer. And then I'll move on to the actual event that we're going to talk about. Yes, yes. So there's a... And I'll give credit to her because well, I'm assuming it's a female. Um, I guess we can't judge. Uh, this lady named Gemma Scout, I believe. At, Gemma, at Scout Gemma on Twitter. She takes the picture that this fucking moron takes of this not-shooter Steven, right. and the picture of the actual shooter Steven puts them together and then and posts it to this fucking idiot as, as though as like, uh, these guys don't even look the same, you mm-hmm. moron. Uh, then this Denise McNamara goes, not the same guy. Uh, somebody else going, that with the name Figgy Pop Rice goes, are you sure that's him? Um, and then, let's see, there's another one with the, with this Gemma where she fucking...
0: These are all okay. screenshots now?
3: Yeah, I have to go off my screenshots because it's it's going to be easier to get right to the ones I want. Well, hypothetically, it would be easier to get to the ones that I want. Let's see here. There's another one where... Oh, I'll go back to the Gemma thing. There's this other guy. He goes, he, ha- he screenshots uh, from my YouTube account where I posted the, the Jim Fetzer interview. Yeah. All right. And he goes, he takes a screenshot of that, posts it on his Twitter with this screenshot in case he deletes. Dot, dot, dot. What the fuck does that mean? As though I'm part of something and, and I'm going to start deleting my stuff because I'm guilty of something. Yeah, th- this is the only reason you do this shit. I don't know how... Does that make any sense, Dave? No, it doesn't make any sense, dude. He... he. Right, I gotta find this. He
0: is thing. not looking into anything, and he's just grasping for straws to find shit.
3: There is one person on Twitter that I, that posted something kind of funny to me. He goes, this is from Jack Jones, and I don't know if, if I... Uh, whatever anyways he goes Ryan Williams appears to be a flat earth guy I met one of those a while back interesting I thought that was kind of funny that's all he (laughs) said yeah and that's that's replying to this all this other shit so this guy actually looked into me a little bit and Mm -hmm. saw that we've done flat earth episodes okay oh well I give you credit because you've actually fucking done a little bit of goddamn research um let's see here um oh here's one point uh, he says uh, this fucking idiot on Twitter put a tweet out that said he no longer... Or he deleted his Facebook account. Right. Or something like that. Or, or no. Um, what did he put? He put something about it, his Facebook account. He had Facebook and his Facebook account is, is no longer there. And then somebody else comments on something, and, and they go, I don't know if it's a male or female, I'm not even going to read the name, go, speaking of, do you have a link to his Facebook page? And then somebody else comments to that and says Facebook took it down.
0: Oh, Facebook took it down.
3: And then somebody else commented and said the FBI took it down. Alright, I talked to the guy. <laughs> Nobody took it down but him. He did, yeah. Uh, so, clearly, people literally just talk out their ass. Mm-hmm. On, on, on this shit, it's... It, oh, okay, so then going back to the the people that were... Uh, after this Gemma scout or whatever posted the pictures of the two Stevens right, and showing right. the actual and the fake, or the not shooter, uh, other people started saying, this is not him tweeting at this fucking moron. Um, and then uh, they, they started t- uh, tweeting at this fucking moron video of a guy at an anti-Trump rally that looks like the actual shooter in this video and somebody walks up to this guy and says hi Steve and basically showing hey this is not, the guy you're posting on your fucking page is not this fucking guy, now this all this shit didn't happen until towards the end of the day after whatever, now he did come out at one point and say, "I didn't post about him because I had wrong identified," which is what you already saw. Right. So he kind of retracted in a way. But the point is, you created a shit storm before that. Yeah. And I don't give time. a shit that you, you know, you did all that because you affected uh, a lot of fucking problems for me and for this guy. Right. And so now I want everybody to fucking go after this guy. Let's affect him a little bit now. Because I'm not going to tweet at him. I'm not going to give him the fucking courtesy. Other than I gave you the name of his book, everybody out there go Google it and then just fucking, you know, go after him. But don't follow him because you're not going to be able to believe a goddamn word so he says. So you've said.
0: never actually talked to him. You haven't responded to anything. You no, know?
3: because I, I don't. I don't know how I could ever say anything nice. Right. No, I couldn't either. Because it's going to come out as a threat, probably. I'm not going to threaten the fucking guy. And the only threat I want to make is the threat of. Let's hurt, fucking, uh, let's hurt his fucking. Let's hurt Let's hurt his fucking books. Let's hurt his him that way, and and, and you know have him come at me. I'm not going to spend the money to sue you. and so then I'm going to use my fucking platform here, and I'm going to ream your ass, yeah. uh, it, without ever saying your fucking name, and hope my followers and listeners and all that go after you in their own way. And they will because we have smart people. And you know what? Let him come at me and tweet more of my fucking uh, podcast shit trying to make me some sort of connection to this fucking uh, shooter. You go ahead, because it's only going to fucking come back on you. Yeah, Sue me, motherfucker.
0: Yeah.
3: I don't give a shit, because what you did uh, will we'll fucking countersue. I'll get on this other guy, this, this, this guy that you tried to make the shooter, and I don't give a shit about your retraction. I'll fucking fund this guy to fucking sue your ass for slander and defamation so bring it on bitch anyways yeah
0: I'm down too because my pictures are in there too
3: yeah and, and you have a right to and the, uh, your wife and my wife are in that fucking yeah. collage too so you just,
0: and the twisted crib could fucking throw down
3: yeah I mean you, you're trying to implicate a bunch of people that had nothing to do with anything by making yeah. us seem like we're connected Dude, somehow none of that. my wife has never been to Vegas ever no my wife has
0: yeah, she's never has I'm just saying.
3: Yeah. Well, it, it, he didn't do any research. Anyways, I'm going to no. get on Twitter. Now let's talk about the actual event. <laughs> friggin- uh, fuck ridiculous. that guy. Um,
0: anyways. That, that guy needs to mm. get beat with a bunch of dildos.
3: Yeah. Well, let's move on. I don't want to talk about that fucking idiot anymore. Um, All right. Uh, let me find the page I want to start with here. I have a, a thousand fucking pages. A bunch there. of tabs opened up. um, And I want to. Let's see.
0: What's the final total? Do you know of how many people died?
3: Uh, this will probably have that. Nah, that one won't have it. Maybe this one? Maybe <laughs> this one?
0: <laughs> uh, I had heard 58. You know? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll just we'll figure um, it out if it happens, it happens.
3: I don't even know where to begin with all this. Oh, now all of a sudden they found fucking... Yeah, but but Dave, don't jump ahead. uh, It's right in front of me. I'm not jumping ahead.
0: Yeah, you're going to read
3: it, but I don't know if I want to start with that. Let's start with this. Uh, Here's an article. Uh, The headline is, Las Vegas False Flag." Anonymous 4chan User Warned of Attack Three Weeks in Advance. Hear about this?
0: No, I didn't know Okay,
3: you know what 4chan is? No. It's like Reddit? Oh,
0: yeah. You know what Reddit is? Yeah, I think we went on 4chan before for something. We were over yeah. something.
3: All right, so anonymous 4chan user warned of attack three weeks in advance. You're probably saying, what? Let me read it to you. As more evidence seems to emerge about the devastating shooting attack in Las Vegas, a bone-chilling warning from an anonymous 4chan user has come to light that warned the public about the events just three weeks prior. The ominous warning has le- uh, was left on the anonymous message boards on the 16th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. The user warned people to stay away from Las Vegas due to a coming deadly attack. The mysterious 4chan user, who went only by the name John, made a series of, at the time, overlooked posts. He warned other users to avoid gatherings of large groups of people in the Vegas or nearby Henderson areas. John claimed to have inside knowledge of what he referred to as a high-incident project that was due to take place soon. And it has the uh, screenshot of the... The is thing, like the posts. Yeah, I'm not gonna read them because it's not really. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, Squawker reports. While the poster was ignored at the time, since nothing seemed to occur on the 12th, the fact of this, the fact is, John wrote, I can't guarantee anything will happen tomorrow, but Las Vegas are on their minds. Seems almost frightening now that just a few weeks later, the largest mass shooting in American history has occurred at this very location. If we even considered the idea there could be any truth to such a plot in the first place, it's not really all that unreasonable to believe the organizers could have simply adjusted their schedule by a few weeks. This could have been done for a myriad of reasons, including just simply deciding that the concert targeted eventually chosen served their purposes better. If true, though, even more troubling is the profit-minded motivation behind the shooting that John went on to describe. He states this project will be done with an end-game goal of passing new laws in Nevada regarding casino security, making pricey new security screening machines mandatory for all guests, with even further more ambitious plans to follow suit in our schools and other public buildings if the public goes along with the casino machines easily enough. He also specifically names former head of the Department of Homeland Security, Michael Chertoff, and casino owner and billionaire Sheldon Adelson as the two men set to profit most of the wave of new regulations set to spring up in response to the Vegas incident. Now, this is all weeks before. Right. right? Okay. It's not all that unreasonable even to believe that Mr. Chertoff might seek to profit from a new security panic in the wake of Vegas, given that the man has already been accused of abusing the public trust by raising security fears among average Americans in an attempt to sell his company's body scanners before, all the way back in 2010. While the media paints the shooter, Stephen Paddock, as the lone wolf type and seems mystified over the possible motivations for a man, who the media and FBI at least keep claiming had no religious or strong political ideologies. A new theory has been emerging in the wake of the revelations above, with new information now breaking that the shooter was a rather active Vegas gambler, with recent large transactions to his name. Could Stephen have simply been threatened into doing this horrible act by some third party in the name of paying off some possible large gambling debts? His family as well may have been threatened. If Stephen wasn't acting of his own accord then a number of the seemingly unexplained parts to this whole story does start making a lot more sense. Even if this is all one giant coincidence, the fact does remain that people like Chertoff and those behind similar companies do stand to profit quite nicely in the months to come from the new security panic this incident will likely produce. Uh, Recent headlines related to the topic going to prove this point nicely. Uh, So what do you think? Was this John... Poster and insider who tried to warn us all of the tragic events, or was his choice of Vegas as a target just seemingly random coincidence that we should pay no mind to? And that's how the article ends. I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty legit. I mean, because haven't a lot of the false flag stuff been on 4chan? Yeah, it always always seems to be something odd uh, where there's a prediction or a this will happen. They may not always get the date right, but it's always pretty close and yeah. or the city there's always something mm-hmm. and i guess you could go out there and and just throw shit in the air and hope it fucking hits something but uh, you know
0: but three weeks ago i mean it's
3: pretty ironic yeah well let's watch and see what kind of uh, shit chert off tries to push through does he try to yeah. push through a bunch of scanners and shit for whatever you know what i mean i mean mm-hmm. who knows if it all plays out so that's something to watch okay um then I think let's go to this. Let's, let's go right with this. Five things that just don't add up about the Las Vegas mass shooting. All right. Now, in, right when I first started watching shit, I started thinking false flag. This is before the shit hit the fan for me on Twitter. After that, it was uh, that was my main focus. But I thought it was a false flag right from the top. I, I don't know. Uh, Obviously, it's still early on. Still a lot of sh- questions. Right. Uh, but let's go ahead and find out five things that just don't add up about Las Vegas. Because I think, all things considered, this is how you figure out what actually happened. Um, let's see here. Number one, dozens of concertgoers reported the presence of multiple shooters. Now, I've heard explanations about this. Um, well, maybe I'll just read what it says and then I'll give my what I've heard and thoughts and all that. Although law enforcement says there was only one shooter, multiple witnesses are openly reporting the presence of multiple shooters. This could reasonably be the result of confusion and chaos, but it's also highly suspicious that the shooter had full auto weapon, which is usually limited to law enforcement or military personnel. Agreed. Um, I've also heard that that could be uh, echoes from shooting, from those high Mm -hmm. buildings, Mm -hmm. that could give the... Well, and that's what, when you and I had
0: listened to it, because we'd watched a couple of videos of it, I, I said it sounded like there was two, but it sounded like an echo, like it was on the other side of the building, so it's he was shot from MGM, right?
3: Um, or
0: no, um, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. So whatever hotel's right across, the sound bounced off of there is what I'm guessing.
3: Right. And I, I could be wrong.
0: There could have been 13 shooters. I don't fucking know.
3: Right. Well, That's one interesting thing is they're saying he he was shooting from the 32nd floor out of a window. Well, there's two windows broken out on that floor, and they're 12 windows apart and around the corner from each other. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, that well, that's one giant suite. Well, that's a pretty big fucking suite. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a big suite. Anyways, uh, the article goes on. This question about multiple shooters was also raised after the Aurora Colorado Batman movie theater shooting in which numerous witnesses reported the presence of multiple shooters. Okay. Then there's, uh article goes on. If this shooting was carried out by multiple shooters, it would obviously indicate planning and coordination among a group of people who sought to carry out the shooting for a political purpose of some kind. Now, there's a video showing a light, and they're saying it's somewhere around the fourth floor, on a different, like, a, a different part of the building, a little bit, like, so... For instance, you look at my This is where the windows were broken out, and right here is where this light was going. Uh, they've since so basically, uh, this video I can play it. It's not really worth you know, playing. No, no, and I'll explain why. It's it shows uh, flashing of a light, and it kind of fits the same time each shot was made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but supposedly. Now, even after the shooting was done and there's no more gunfire heard, that's still going off. It was a strobe light somebody had in their room that had mm-hmm. been going the whole weekend, supposedly. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's supposedly been debunked. I don't know. I, if you really want to watch it, it's a few seconds. It's somewhat suspect. It makes if Initially, it makes you think, oh, shit, there was a shooter on the fourth floor too. But there was no broken window out there. But I've also seen things where they could come in, Undo like the caulking and shit that's holding the window there. Undo that shit, get the window in, shoot, and then put it back. Put it back. And, and you could you could really do it if you if this is you're an operative and this is what you do, mm-hmm. you're able to do that shit quick. You've trained for it, right. so not to say that it's completely out of the question, but I'm gonna go with just to simplify this a little bit. I'm gonna go with that that is a strobe light. Every other news source is saying that's a strobe light, okay. Um so then yeah, there's the broken window. alright so we're seeing some pictures here alright oh there's they've added videos to this website because there wasn't all this shit here um,
0: taxi driver's video
3: yeah maybe we'll go back and watch that one but uh, alright number two who warned concert goers they were all going to die a full 45 minutes before the shooting started did you hear about this no All right, well, this will be interesting for you, though. Uh, One woman who was at the Route 91 music event claimed an unidentified woman had told other concert goers they were all going to die after pushing her way to the front of the venue. The witness, 21, told local news she had been messing with a lady in front of her and telling her she was going to die, that we were all going to die. They escorted her out to make her stop messing around with all the other people, but none of us knew it was going to be serious. She described the lady as Hispanic. The lady was escorted from the venue along with a man. The unnamed witness, who was attending the event on her twenty-first birthday, described the pair as a short, both around five foot five to five foot six, and looked like everyday people. It's clear that neither of these two people were the shooter, as the shooter is a much taller Caucasian man. Thus, this is not a lone gunman massacre. There was coordination. At least three people were aware of this shooting was about to take place. No. Do you think that could be a coincidence i mean how many times have you been like pissed off drunk oh you're all gonna die and not really expecting something to actually happen where people were actually gonna die you know what i mean yeah yeah so i kind of don't put a lot into number two but maybe maybe this these two people or at least that lady knew something um i don't know number three the weapon you hear on the videos was full auto which is almost impossible to acquire through legal means the multitude of videos that captured the event clearly indicate that at least one shooter was running a full-auto weapon system. Such weapons are almost impossible for civilians to acquire, although some pre-1986 full-auto weapons are available for sale. They require extensive ATF documentation, background checks, and extremely long wait periods approaching one year. Plus, they tend to cost twenty five grand or more, and they're extremely rare. Full-auto weapons, however are widely uh, owned by police officers, federal officials, and military organizations. It will be very interesting to find out where this weapon came from and how it was acquired. To obtain one of these weapons, there are a number of very expensive hoops you must jump through and several legal hurdles to clear before the government will let you have one. Fully automatic weapons have been banned for civilians who have not first obtained special permission from local law enforcement and the federal government since 1934, following er, passage of the National Firearms Act. If you've been convicted of a felony, you, you need not even bother to apply. Even some misdemeanors will disqualify you. There's a form that local police must sign off on before you can proceed any further. If they don't sign, you don't get your weapon. Each gun is subject to a $200 tax every time it changes hands, and each time that happens, owners must be federally registered and approved by Uncle Sam and local law enforcement before the transfer-slash-purchase can occur. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives regulate the sale and licensure of automatic weapons. Also, since the Firearms Owner Protection Act of 1986, ownership is of newly manufactured machine guns, weapons made after that law was passed, is prohibited outright to civilians. That legislation dramatically limited the number of automatic weapons that could even be obtained by anyone other than police, the military, and federal agents. Because the number of full auto weapons is very low, there were some 240,000 registered weapons in 1995, the price of a machine gun is very high, and for most Americans, prohibitively high. Just as an example, I have a friend who bought a 1970s-era M16 rifle, and it cost him 20 grand. I'm wow. sorry, but I have no interest in owning a fucking weapon that costs that much.
0: But no shit.
3: Anyways, uh, number four: Why were the exits blocked, trapping victims like rats in a maze? Well, I'd like to know that too. I didn't know that <laughs> at all. <laughs> numerous reports from witnesses who were on the scene revealed that nearly all the exits were blocked. One witness described the situation as being caught like a rat in a maze with numerous dead ends. Why were nearly all the exits blocked? In essence, the concert created a kill zone that amplified the casualties. So far, according to the Clark County Sheriff in Vegas, 515 people have been injured and 59 people have so far died. There are unthinkable numbers... These are unthinkable numbers, approaching wartime casualty counts. It's clear from the coverage that this shockingly high body count would not have been possible if people had been free to flee the concert venue. In essence, the concert trapped the people, preventing them from escaping and denying them the ability to seek cover. From there, sustained full-auto gunfire is almost impossible to survive. And number five, why did the shooter have as many as ten firearms in his room? Which I believe has been... Uh, Increased. There's supposedly a lot more, which I think we're covering in another article here in a minute. According to news reports, a shooter identified as Stephen Paddock had, had as many as 10 firearms in his room, including several rifles. If he was the only shooter, what's the point of having so many rifles? One man can obviously only shoot one rifle, and since he had a full auto rifle, he could obviously achieve his evil aims by focusing on one rifle. There was no need for him to have multiple rifles. So, were the other rifles brought to the room to stage the crime scene with an abundance of guns? Why would one elderly man bother to carry 8 to 10 weapons to a hotel room in the first place? That's a lot of work. Rifles aren't lightweight devices. I find the idea that a lone elderly man would carry so many rifles to a hotel room for no practical reason to be highly suspicious. It makes no sense at all. A little screwed up. What did that say? Or is that not part of it? Uh, Well, we we can watch that in a second here. Uh, There's uh, a... This is uh, via uh, Reuters. Islamic State has claimed responsibility for a shooting that killed at least 50 people and wounded over 400 in Las Vegas early on Monday and said the attacker had converted to Islam a few months ago. The Las Vegas attack was carried out by a soldier of the Islamic State and he carried it out in response to calls to target states of the coalition. The group's news... Agency Amak said in reference to the U.S.-led coalition fighting the group in the Middle East, "The Las Vegas attacker converted to Islam a few months ago." Amak added, reporting by yeah, 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 okay. And then they have the, this card here. This is from that uh, game, the yeah. Illuminati, or whatever. It says Las Vegas. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess because it's part of the game. Anyways, um, so why is ISIS claiming responsibility for the Las Vegas massacre? They're saying they guy converted to Islam. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of videos. We we can, maybe towards the end, uh, watch some well, of these videos. Did you videos. see which,
0: what the video said? Did you see that video?
3: Yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch the video, but, yeah, I see what it says.
0: That was my first question when we first started talking about stuff, as if there was something
3: like that. Yeah. I mean, (coughs) I don't find that to be that odd with... Because it seems like they're... That's all part of, like, what's going on. False flex. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to go to the next step. Five more things that don't add up about the Las Vegas Massacre. Okay? All right. um, So... Basically, here's what the article says. Uh, Well, it starts out with a picture. Uh, It's got pictures of his hotel room. Okay, it has. uh, It shows him laying there dead. uh, But it's kind of like the picture's cut off, so you only see his legs and him laying there. You don't see his face. Uh, But you see these guns. uh, You see the guns like spread all about the room. You see the caution tape outside the room. You see the uh, food cart, yada, yada, yada. All right. The article starts. Um, Excuse me for a moment here, but I have a really stupid question. I know you told me there's no such thing as a stupid question, but this one seems really stupid anyways. The media has released photos of guns and ammo magazines laying around on the floor of the supposed sniper's nest hotel room on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. But there's something totally wrong with these pictures. Number one, where is all the expended brass? That's a good question. Yeah, very good question. Uh, Now, maybe I'm just a moron who thinks automatic rifles discharge expended brass or something, because the last time I shot my rifle, which was yesterday, (laughs) hot brass kept blasting out of the right side port with every round. Very annoying. I wish I knew how to turn that off. So, given that Stephen Paddock was firing full-auto rifles in a sustained 10-minute assault at roughly the rate of 6 rounds per second, we should probably see massive piles of expended brass all over the place. Let's see, 6 rounds per second times 60 seconds in a minute times 10 minutes of sustained fire, that comes with 3,600 rounds of ammunition. If you figure there were pauses in the automatic fire, you could discount that to maybe 3,000 rounds actually fired. Again, maybe I'm just stupid or something, but if Paddock fired 3,000 rounds, there should be 3,000 brass casings all over the floor of the hotel suite. I know I'm invoking logic and reason, both of which are banned in modern society and the mainstream media. But bear with me for a moment for the sake of appeasing a really stupid person.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but what we see in the photos released by the media show only a tiny smattering of brass casings, almost as if they were thrown around to complete the staging of the scene. Which, to be honest with you, I don't see shit in that picture. I don't I don't. When see it comes either. to brass casings, I see guns... But I don't see shells or anything like that. Now, in that one, there's a few. Yeah, towards the right hand side. Yep. Um, and there's a bunch of clips there. There's a couple more towards the end there. Yep. Alright. Thank goodness the UK Daily Mail cleared all this up by stating there were dozens of spent shells litter the floor and a hammer. Yep, dozens and a massive shooting that supposedly involved the firing of thousands of rounds from this very location, the media proudly reports there are dozens of pieces of brass on the carpet. Did the FBI sweep up all the brass before they took these photos? Maybe they needed the brass for their own reloads so they can stage the next shooting. <laughs> I also wonder why the media isn't calling for a nationwide ban on hammers, since they can be clearly, clearly be used in mass shootings. Hashtag ban hammers. Let's get that one going, everybody. And ban hotels, too, since they provide elevated platforms for mass shooters. That's right. Ban all hammers, but especially full-auto hammers, as they can smash hotel windows at an astonishing rate. (coughs) Number two. I really like how this guy wrote the article. Oh, yeah. I love it. very similar to how, like, I would try and...
0: We would talk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, Number two. Where are all the carpet burns from the hot brass and gun barrels? Sorry, I had to take a sip of water there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must be really stupid because the other day when I was training with my AR-15, I was doing an exercise called keyhole shooting, which requires you to shoot at targets through nine different holes cut into a large piece of plywood that's positioned vertically in front of you. Some of these holes are cut near the bottom of the plywood, meaning you have to lay down on the ground to shoot through these holes. Silly me, I forgot to wear a long sleeve shirt, and when I lay down on the ground to shoot from the bottom holes, I found my arms laying across hot brass that was expended from my earlier shots through higher holes. Not surprisingly, I received serious burns on my skin for a simple reason that, duh, expended brass is really, really hot. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but the hotter your rifle gets, the hotter your expended brass gets. It's apparently due to physics or some some <laughs> such thing. If you're firing a full-auto rifle, some internal parts can be can reach temperatures of 400 degrees Celsius, which is hot enough to either cook a frozen burrito or set Maxine Waters' hair on fire at the merest touch. It could probably take down two fucking uh, towers in New York as well. I mm-hmm. added that. You know, shit gets that hot. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, at 400 degrees Celsius, most your rifle grease smokes off. Making it hard to breathe After just a few hundred rounds The air in the hotel room would have been unbearably polluted It might have even caused global warming Which is exactly why we have to ban automatic weapons Plus full auto hammers See above (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Given that Stephen Paddock was smoking through Thousands of rounds of ammunition He was generating not only very hot rifles But also extremely hot brass That would have left burn marks In any synthetic carpet Where are all the burn marks in the carpet? Wouldn't you know it, but the carpet in this room just happened to look like a pattern of burn marks, thereby obscuring the absence of additional burn marks from brass or rifle barrels. Yeah, there's no burn marks. Mm -mm. I've been to Vegas, I've seen that fucking carpet. There's no goddamn burn holes. Uh, Bet you didn't even notice the carpet pattern until I pointed this out, right? You were looking at the guns and the dead body because that's what the media told you to look at. Number three, when seconds count, the police are only 72 minutes away. But why? (laughs) I'm not trying to diss the cops here. As you know, I'm an advocate of honest local police, and it's clear that the beat cops did a fantastic job helping people seek cover on the ground below. But I do have an issue with the 72-minute response time during a full-auto machine gun spree in a city where there are dozens of cops within a one-mile radius. 72 minutes. Really? Was there a committee involved somehow? Why is it that the FBI's former trader-in-chief... James Comey can decide in an instant that Hillary Clinton is innocent of everything, but all the cops in Las Vegas can't breach a simple hotel door in anything less than 72 minutes. No, wait. It must be Stephen Paddock's white privilege. Time for another drink. Mm -hmm. Think on that for a second. When you're white, you get an extra 70 minutes to carry out mass shootings. But if you're black, the cops shoot you in the first two minutes. You You see... at least that's what we're told by the lunatic, deranged, left-wing media, which was which has declared war on cops, and war on the truth, come to think of it. Just remember all this when you're out in public next time. Even in a city that's full of well-meaning cops who are doing their jobs when seconds count, the police are only 72 minutes away due to the bureaucracy that runs everything. You might want to carry your own semi-auto pistol. And if you could find out where Stephen Paddock got his magical guns, you might even be able to find a pistol that doesn't eject brass. They're also called revolvers. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Um, excuse me, but I have another really stupid question. So you know that rifle with the bipod they found innocently standing in front of the minibar? Yeah, I'm talking about this one, labeled number 19. Okay, it's got a picture mm-hmm. of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Is it just me, or does this look exactly the same as the rifle shown in the photo with the dead guy above? Same flared mag... W- well, same... Uh, bump firestock, same bipod, and even the same optics. It seems. If only we could see the serial numbers, we might know for sure. But of course, they never release photos with that degree of resolution. Can't have the public looking too closely, you see, or we might keep asking really stupid questions like, "Hey, why were there originally just ten guns reported, and now there are twenty-seven guns being reported?" But it really just looks like the same ten guns restaged and rephotographed to look like twenty-seven guns. I mean, heck. Why not make it 99 guns at this point? Clearly, whoever set all this up really, really wanted to make sure we didn't miss the guns. Make it 10 guns. No, wait. Hold on. Make it 20 guns. Oh, wait. Why stop now? Let's make it 27 guns. And then call for gun control. Honestly, it seems the only person around here who lacks gun control is the police photographer. Number five. I swear this is my last really stupid question, but please... This whole scene is being called a sniper's nest by the entire fake news media, but I've looked and looked and I still don't see a sniper rifle anywhere. What I see are a bunch of AR-15s that fire uh, two, twenty-three rounds, or five point five six millimeter for your for you metric heads. Sniper rifles are bolt-action rifles, not auto-loading semi-auto rifles. Now, I've only fired about 100,000 of these rounds myself, so I'm still a newbie. (laughs) But the last time I checked, these rounds are usually about fifty-five grains in mass, and they lose about 75% of their kinetic energy by the time they reach a 400-yard target. The distance from the Mandalay Bay Hotel to the concert lot is is about 400 yards. You can see the dope yourself at gundata.org. On top of that, the bullet drop is 32 inches, which is, of course, almost 3 feet of bullet drop. Now, given the elevated angle of the shooter, that bullet drop wouldn't be quite as dramatic as the coefficient of a 20 degree declination angle is, of course, 0.94. But the energy of this round at 400 yards makes it only marginally effective. It's just at the outside boundary of the effective range of a two hundred twenty three cartridge, as any good Marine will tell you. Conclusion? All these casualties couldn't possibly be, be caused by two hundred twenty three rounds. Most likely they were... Actually, heavier rounds fired from something like a belt-fed AK system. Or perhaps even a belt-fed 308 automatic weapon. So where is all the brass anyway? Did Stephen Paddock possess the magical brass that can disappear after being fired? I find it curious that ballistics details of the bullets that hit the pavement have not been released. All the evidence we need is all over the concert lot, yet the public will never be given access to details about that evidence. They also destroyed all the evidence immediately after 9-11, by the way. They called it Clean Up and Salvage. Really, it was a rapid evidence destruction exercise. In summary, Mission Impossible could have only been carried out by a miracle leprechaun who eats brass and makes bullets more effective than the laws of physics allow. In summary of all this, we're told that a flabby 64-year-old senior citizen accountant with a gambling problem managed to expertly lay down highly effective fields of fire, killing 58 and wounding 500-plus People by firing off thousands of 223 rounds well outside their effective range, all while producing merely dozens of pieces of expended brass that were magically cooled before they hit the carpet of his hotel room. This was accomplished, we're told, by one man firing 10 rifles, wait, no, 27 rifles all by himself without any military training whatsoever. This same man set up a James Bond spy camera in the hotel hallway to monitor police in an attempt to defend himself against the inevitable police assault. Then he just changed his mind and shot himself the moment the cop showed up, all for no apparent reason. Oh, and one more thing. This same guy, who meticulously planned the hotel room, the rifles hidden in the luggage, the huge collection of 100-round magazines, the window hammer smashing routine, the concert calendar dates, the monotonous lugging of ammunition to his room, and even the guarding of the minibar when another assault rifle just happened to mindlessly leave a bag of ammunition nitrate fertilizer in his car, even though it has no practical use in this scenario unless you're growing azaleas. Yes, fertilizer can actually be used as fertilizer. It's not all for making bombs, as the media (laughs) stupidly claims. So wait, millionaire gambling man who has no military training, no familiarity with automatic weapons, no James Bond super spy training, no political affiliations, and nothing in the world to complain about just got tired of living in a a $400,000 home, banging Vegas hookers, and flying around his private Cessna. Instead of that, rather well-off life, he wants to run a suicide mission, set up spy cameras in the hallway, shoot a bunch of innocent people he's never met, and then shoot himself in the head while going down in history as a flaming piece of shit who will burn in hell forever. Oh, yeah, and before he does all that, he wires $100,000 to his girlfriend in the Philippines. I don't know about you, Dave, but I think he's made his point. Call me stupid, yeah, but something doesn't add up here. I don't know if it's the missing brass, the missing carpet burns, the wildly fluctuating rifle count, the staged police photos, the BS suicide story, the total laughable ballistics miracles of... 223 rounds or the magically disappearing evidence of all the rifle rounds that hit pavement but then seemed to be whisked away by law enforcement but something smells fishy about all this or maybe I'm just stupid and that I can't quite understand CNN yep that must be it (laughs) Uh, there you go how do you like that onslaught Um, uh, he brings up some good points Yeah. Um, let's see here. So now let's get into Las Vegas shooting. Shooter's girlfriend family received a hundred thousand dollar wire transfer. Since it was mentioned towards the end of that.
0: Yeah.
3: All right, just a second here. Since I got so many pages. Hey, so you many. know, it's been a
0: few days now. They can't find a better picture than just that
3: one. No, no. He didn't have any other pictures, apparently. Him with his fucking eyes closed. I almost think that was done, uh, conveniently. Mm-hmm. Hang on. What's going on here? Mm. Well, wow, we are really fucking lagging right now. Yeah, we are. Whoa. Oh, Everything
0: Christ. just went crazy.
3: Yeah. It jumped down. So, let's see here. I'm trying to get this fucking page to... We're going to get rid of that. I'm trying to get rid of some stuff here to fucking make it a little less wonky. I think some of these. Really wonky? Are part of why it's. Oh, let's see here. You know, we'll come back to the uh, wire thing, okay? Okay. Um, maybe. Maybe want to make sure I I just want to get rid of some of these other pages real quick Um, so there's a video it says does this video point to multiple gunmen in Vegas attack Uh, cab driver video adds to false flag speculation footage taken by a taxi driver outside the Mandalay Bay Hotel appears to show the existence of multiple shooters during Las Vegas Country Music Festival Sunday night
0: I want to see that one
3: yep Uh, We'll watch that here in one second. In in video shot by taxi driver Corey Langdon and provided to the Winchester News Gazette, numerous gunshots appear to emanate from varying distances and locations, raising questions about details surrounding the horrific event. Langdon can be heard throughout the video commenting on the position of gunfire. Quote, it sounds like automatic gunfire. Now it sounds like it's coming from farther away. Um, Let's see. Where are the cops at? Langdon asked? Nothing, noting a lack of concern around the entrance of the hotel. I'm right here by the porch at Mandalay Bay, and everything seems to be normal here. Um, now, uh, the free thought, free thought projects, Matt Agorist notes, using multiple firing positions as a military tactic designed to throw off the enemy. A single firing position is relatively easy to pinpoint, so the use, so they use multiple points of fire. I think it's... So the use of multiple points of fire is employed to blur the locator's image. Blur the locator's image. Uh, When the shooting became louder and more prevalent, Langdon jumped in her car and made a run for it. In the video, you can hear Langdon's taxi company discussing the chaos, and then Langdon is informed to leave the area and stay clear of the strip. Uh, At another point in the video, as she circled around the front of the Mandalay Bay Hotel, Langdon witnesses what has now been confirmed to be a strobe light coming from around the 10th floor. That's what I was saying. So that's the reason I, I don't think the video really is going to do anything for us. Uh, because they're showing this strobe light, and initially you think, oh, that's somebody else shooting from not the 32nd floor, right. but it's a strobe light. Um, it explains it more Uh, some speculate the audio fluctuations could be caused by multiple factors including the cell phone microphone angle possible echoes the position of the shooter from one window to another as well as the placement of the muzzle whether inside or outside of the hotel room window Uh, while the video is not definitive proof multiple shooters committed the mass murder the video no doubt presents a broader picture of the events that took place outside the hotel there's some uh, interesting videos there Uh, but Just so you can get a feel for what we're talking about here. I'll play the video for you. really long pause there between shoot
1: yeah
2: yeah it does it sounds like automatic gunfire
3: maybe that was the end of it
0: no there's more
3: Yeah, and that sounds sounds completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, either the guy changed position in that amount of time. I said, that one sounds right there. Yeah. Okay, so the lady just rolled her window up, and she's driving. That's why the sound got weird there, but initially she was in the same spot, hadn't moved. It definitely
0: sounded like two different places, though.
3: Yeah. Well, that tells me for sure there was two different locations. I just don't think...
2: Something's going on. You think?
3: You think? Could you imagine?
2: I'm not sure why people aren't running, but there's a security guard, what's he doing? Shitting his pants? (laughs) Yeah. You know, for there being gunfire, sure doesn't seem like people are, are running. Oh shit. Seriously, I don't know what's going on. Where are the cops at? I'm right here by the porch at Mandalay Bay and everything just seems to be normal here.
0: So she's like right underneath
4: on it.
3: what they claim. Right. I don't know. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Hmm. Oh, we got a fucking comedian.
2: Yeah, we're just all sitting... This Burgess? is interesting.
3: I got details on it. I'm at the airport. I just talked to the Metro Police over here at the airport. They said do not go to Madeleine Bay. There's multiple shots fired and they need, uh lots of medical there. Do not go to Manila Bay. Stay away from there. That's not a, uh, normal right, AR-15, even, dude. This is ridiculous. That's a I fucking, where they feed leaving. those lines of that's a Gatling like like, gun? Yeah, something like that is what it sounds like to me. Everybody's just
2: standing
0: around. Yeah, look at that, dude. There's it no chaos. It doesn't like anybody's uh,
2: moving. It, it seems like it's is coming... They're they're the details, but there's You guys, and, uh, there's, there's a shot's fire. That's all they're telling you.
6: They're not telling you anything other than that. They just said stay away from there. Uh, they're shutting the whole
3: place down. Oh my gosh, tells them people, but nobody fucking moves. They didn't go anywhere. I don't know. But, I mean, if you're not being shot at, why the fuck... Would you move, you know?
2: I would.
0: You're I in don't know Vegas. Where he's at. You know, who knows where it he's coming It seems gone.
2: like it's coming from up there. Oh, shit. I,
3: <laughs> I think you're going to see the uh, strobe light here in a second.
2: All right, I'm out of here. Maybe. Maybe not.
3: just ran somebody over
2: all right all all the (laughs) all the taxi drivers are gone now
3: Luxor in front of yeah.
2: her. Yeah. It's yeah, a fucking long-ass long video, dude. You clear that up and let us know Alright, well, I was in the Mandalay Bay, and oh my god, now there's cops everywhere. It seems like it's coming from, like, the 10th floor of Mandalay Bay. I don't know. God, this is insane.
0: Guys one by one Jesus step over So she's the one that said 10th floor.
3: Yeah. I think that's where that originated from. Let's see here. I mean, I guess if you want to keep watching this video, I don't. I, I would rather move on to something else. Yeah, I say something else. Um, but it's interesting the first part there. Uh, it's interesting that like
0: nobody was moving. Nobody gave a shit. She's telling them, "Yeah, there, there's shots fired." They're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Whatever, man.
3: That's cool." Um. Let's see. Let's watch this. Is it-
4: David Knight, I'm going to let you finish up here, and I appreciate you working so hard. We're going to go back to Matt Bracken, but I'm going to ask you the same question I'm about to ask him. What would you call this period in civilization that we are currently in, David? What would you call this time we're in?
1: Well, I think we've talked about it before. (laughs) I would go with the uh, term uh, that came up by Strauss and how I would call it the fourth turning. I think uh, history goes in cycles. I think we are well into this cycle. As a matter of fact, I would say that instead of waiting for some war to be the beginning of this fourth turning, I think it actually already started in uh, uh, post-9-11. So I think we are in a situation here where we have seen uh, liberty... Lose its value to the American people. The promise of security is all that they need. And I think we've got a big fight ahead of us to keep people informed about gun control because I think they're going on the offensive again. I mean, Hillary immediately went to this uh, legislation that is on the floor now that we're trying to get pushed through that put some common sense. It's her
4: scumbag, probably her yeah. type operative. I mean, it's pretty conclusive. Right. ISO took credit. The guy looks like a leftist. It could be a setup. But it's all running towards a use real
1: guy. We've seen them use false flags to get gun like, gun control through in the past. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, gunwalker programs, that was their false flag. And I saw this when I was at the uh, uh, the U.N. We're covering their vote on the U.N. Arms Trade Treaty. They had already lost that false flag narrative. They had killed an agent that got exposed. And so then we had one week before they were going to have the vote at the U.N. Arms Trade Treaty, they had the Aurora, Colorado shooting to try to get the narrative back. They're trying but to get isn't this Is
4: good news that everything they touch blows up in their face because no one trusts them.
1: That's true. And every time we have a shooting like this, they come with both uh, more gun control legislation or try to stop uh, gun control legislation being removed. And you have the people going out and buying firearms for their protection because of what they just saw in Catalonia or because of what Kaya Jones told me. She said, look, we had an FBI agent where we were. And he said, I'm on my honeymoon. I don't have a firearm. Does anybody here have a firearm? Amongst all of them, they only had one firearm with seven shots and they gave it to him. But that's what we're looking at and what we saw in Catalonia with the firemen and the local police not being able to protect the voters from the jackbooted thugs that were with the national government because they were outmanned, outgunned. We don't want to see that happen. It's a deterrent. And it was it's a beating
4: up women. We've got to keep the Second yeah. Amendment. Thank you, David Knight. Yeah. Host, uh, every weekday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Thank you, David. Thank uh, you, uh, all. Coming up, I'm going to co-host with Jack Posobiec for about 20, 30 minutes. He has a guest coming on, but we've got witnesses uh, that talk about another middle school shooting in Vegas. Uh, George and Las Vegas friends were there. The guy already dead, two bodies taken out. We're going to talk to him. Leo, Washington State, info on how Vegas shooting was planned. A lot of times they use drills as the covers. The, the people involved don't know. And they'll sit in a shooter, the globalists will, in, in the drill. Video published a month ago. Uh, so we're going to talk to all these callers. The toll-free number to join us is 877-789-ALEX. We've got six minutes left. So, Matt Bracken, you've got the floor to make other points as a former Navy SEAL and counterterrorism expert and author uh, who has been predicting this with great precision.
5: I think that Fast and Furious is spot on. Uh, That was a false flag operation. As far as the federal government doing a mass murder false flag operation, it already happened. It was called Fast and Furious. The intention was what happened, to rack up hundreds of dead Mexicans Blame it on the unbridled gun sales in the USA as a way of of stopping uh, so-called assault rifle sales. And that even came out in
4: the memos they got. Sorry to interrupt.
5: But they even came out at CBS. But even though it didn't work completely... There was no investigation. Holder, you know, got condemned or, you know, got uh, uh, sanctioned by Congress. But slap on the wrist, nothing happens. Strong, a strong memo, you know, a letter in his file. He's making millions as in one of these payola lawyer gigs. But, yeah, the, we've already seen false flags. It, 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 a lot will depend on the honesty of uh, the uh, a hostage team that went in. You know, are they all going to be uh, uh, deep state goons, or are there going to be some patriots in there? Because if they sanitize the scene, they could turn this guy into a right winger. I mean, he could have all, all anti-fall literature in one hour, and the next hour it's all John Birch Society. So we we really will depend on the patriotism of the of the uh, first responders in that hotel room to see what really went on. And 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 also, we'll see a lot of the best investigation is done by, where they, the weaponized autistics on uh, YouTube and, and uh, 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 4chan and things like that, where people will do the work that the FBI used to do when they had on when they had honor and integrity, you know, before they just became Stasi goons uh, over the last decade, where even the honorable FBI agents aren't so honorable. Because all they care about is their paycheck and their pension. They keep their head down and don't say anything while they know that, you know, their reputation is being trashed forever. So, yeah, we're, we're in interesting times. And you said, what would we call this era? I would say this is the pot beginning to boil over era. You know, this is when the ground starts shaking and the weakly attached fruit starts falling off the tree. You know, these are the, the, the Scalise shooter, the Las Vegas shooter. These are the most mentally fragmented uh, among the the you know the loose cannons, they're the canary so and the the coal
4: mines for the Civil, War. the
5: Civil War, absolutely. And I and I want to mention while well, I got a minute, and I've got a big audience. This book is free on Kindle right now.
3: Okay, I don't care shit about that. <laughs> um. So that reminded me of something uh, I heard uh, talked about. So here is some discrepancies. There, there. Originally, it was. Uh, when police started, a, when they got into the room, the hotel room, mm-hmm. this guy was dead on the floor. Then there was another report that came out that said there was a struggle. He was fighting the police, and the police shot him. Now, the... Uh, What's the official report? Well, this Alex Jones, what he got earlier in this broadcast, I heard the I heard this on broadcast, so I would heard this before, I, I thought... Up until that point, where we started talking about the book. The book is. Yeah. somewhat yeah. interesting. Um, there was a. the uh, What do they call it? An, an HRT. Uh, what does the H stand for? Something response team.
0: QRT, quick response team.
3: No, it was a. No, it's HRT. It was a hostage response team. Okay. Okay. Well, there's no hostages, but they have that same team, and that team's put together with by uh, it's it's military mm-hmm. guys that are no longer the military, but they work for the FBI. It's the hostage response team. They were the ones that got into the room, and supposedly were uh, the ones that discovered all the Antifa stuff that was there, and they were the ones that killed them. Okay. Supposedly, that's coming from a. Uh, you know, uh, he he got, Alex Jones got some sort of, uh, uh, what do you call Exclusive? that? Exclusive? Like, uh, yeah, somebody contacted him with that information. One of the people in the positive response team, that's what he claimed. Okay. Whatever. Um, I think this is an interesting piece. If the fucking webpage would come up. I think I'm going to uh, the, saying the, the sheriff of Las Vegas says a shooter may have been radicalized. The FBI found Antifa Islamic material in the room. Okay. Uh, it seems to be that Which kind
0: of coincides with what the, that we saw earlier where they said that he had just recently radicalized and joined the Islam nation.
3: Yeah. All right. Nothing's working. No. Um, Bullshit. Anyways, I find... Uh, For one, uh, why uh, is so much confusion with, why are you reporting as a news source that he's dead when the police show up, when you don't know that yet? Why are you reporting that the police shot him when you don't know that yet? Uh, Why are we reporting anything on what happened when they got to the fucking room when you don't know
0: it yet? Building 7 collapsed. They know. They know this shit ahead of
3: time. That's why. But they got it all wrong, Dave. They always do. You're reporting shit that isn't right. None of them reported anything right. Whether they know it or not, they're not reporting it right. So what is that? Why? Is it literally just to confuse? I don't think they know. I really don't think they know in advance. I I think the whole Building 7 thing was a different situation. That was planned. This? I don't think they knew. I think... It's it's news organizations jumping to conclusions or speculation. It
2: it could be because they're all
0: trying to get the get the news story first. Why are we rushing? We got to be the first one. Yeah, that's stupid. It's it's the same thing with the Tom Petty thing. I know it's completely off topic, but same thing. What happened the same well today? Yeah, they said he died when he hadn't even been fucking dead. If you see his wife or his daughters all super pissed and trying to sue People Magazine now,
3: why? Well, he did eventually die, I mean. Or Time or whoever. He did die, though. Yeah, he
0: did die, yeah.
3: They're just, she's just they, mad because they did they it beforehand. They before did before him. Had,
0: yeah. And, like, half his family didn't even know he was in the hospital. Next like, thing so you know, he's dead. And he wasn't really dead.
3: But then he did die. I thought he died pretty quick after being in cardiac arrest. Yeah, it was
0: like 8 p.m. later that night.
3: Oh, so he, he made it a day, basically, yeah, yeah. for the rest of the day. I'm trying to get rid of this thing here. I'm hoping... Uh, the more I get rid of it. As so,
0: so are you still jury out? Do you think it was false flag? Do you think it was a? I think it was a false attack?
3: flag. I said it was a false flag day one.
0: Okay, yeah, we did. We, we did that Monday off the, the air Monday. I said I about. think
3: this is a false flag. I think as more shit comes out, you're going to see that it's all fucking a false flag. Yeah,
0: because you see how quickly they have those memorial videos of all the people that got killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have a, a shooting in Rockford. They don't release the name of who got shot for, like, three to four days. Yeah. And 58 people died this day. and They have pictures and they names have and everything. Pictures, names, and a
3: beautiful tribute video already ready to go the same day it happened. But is that to say, though, that then nobody died or nobody was shot? Or is the people in the pictures and videos and all that bullshit? That's my guess. I mean...
0: It's just like the... What's the uh, Sandy Hook? You know? Yeah. Oh, those kids were fucking Well, the day. fact
3: that some of those pictures were used in multiple shootings.
0: Yeah, it's and the bombing in Boston and shit, yeah.
3: That's the thing. Why are we? I don't understand why we need to rush to be the first. Let's be accurate. I, if I was starting a news organization, which I guess you could kind of call a podcast, uh, but, I mean, you could say, well, we report on, or we talk about stuff, and we just take shit from everywhere and yeah. speculate on it. But we're not considered a number one news source for information and all that uh, breaking news. Uh, but these other places are con- considering themselves breaking news and right. like the top of the fucking, like we are the place you, you go right. to for accuracy. Right. And they're all wrong. Right. All fucking wrong. Um, what else did I hear that, uh, oh, here's another thing you'll never see. If this guy brought in, what did they say, 27 guns? Yeah, 27 guns, all these fucking ridiculous amounts of, of, you know, uh, bullets and all this shit. Um, He had checked into the hotel four days before this shooting. Let's see the camera, the security footage of him bringing all these bags in. Right. You'll never see a single fucking security camera shot, video, anything of him bringing any bags into anywhere. Right but I guarantee
0: you we won't see the video of the SWAT team and all them people bringing up the guns and, and placing them too but that's what happened
3: well yeah no, I think it I think it's a CIA operation if it's not CIA it's a portion of the uh, which I guess you'd call it the shadow government which is in essence the CIA uh, but you can't call it that because CIA is not supposed to run in this country yet they are running mm-hmm. shit in this country yeah. uh, you just don't know about it and, and if I don't know how people. Oh, come on! They don't do shit like that. They do. Read four books on the CIA, and you will see that they do this shit. They've done this shit all across the oh, world. Yeah. For they've they've overturned uh, governments. Um, they call them regime changes. They do this. It's admitted. They admit they do this shit. Why the fuck wouldn't they do it here? Exactly. If They don't want Trump in. They're going to have a regime change, and this is how they do it. Mm-hmm. They have to get yeah. It's irritating that people don't believe this shit. How could they do this? How can you pull off a conspiracy? Too many people would know about it. No! Compartmentalization. And and you you get... I don't know. Do I think this guy actually did the shooting? I really don't. I honestly believe they probably killed this guy who was staying in this room. They used his room to stage this thing. I do believe they may or may not have shot from that room. I think there was multiple shooters from multiple angles... Probably not just Mandalay Bay, probably from somewhere else and and yes, this is all me speculating. I have no proof of anything, but I don't believe this guy even fucking fired a goddamn gun. probably not um, well, none of that, but
0: he had no training so where where are the video oh, shots of him at some fucking rifle range I'm and glad shit? you
3: said that that's another thing. so I've heard two different things on that. One thing I saw that he was he had he was a former marine. Another thing I said, what we just read, said he had no military training. Well, what is it? How how do you get two things so fucking different?
0: Right. Because if they give us a bunch of different information, no one really knows the truth, and they don't have to fucking... They're like weathermen. They don't have to tell us the truth. Weathermen has no idea if it's going to rain or not, but he fucking makes up some bullshit. The news is the same fucking way.
3: It's it's mind-numbing.
0: The news does what we do for our podcast in Rock Vegas. They see a headline, they make up the rest of the shit.
3: Yeah. I I literally... Nothing is scrolling, so I'm going to shut the whole internet down and reopen it, because I don't understand why all of a sudden the shit was getting really bad, dude. Like, it wasn't doing anything. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't know if it's just the internet all of a sudden got really slow. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were trying to fucking bog down our shit, because it's interrupting us doing a podcast.
0: Podcast about how quick the fucking government is. There's no
3: reason why the Wi-Fi... There's nobody else using Wi-Fi right now, so there's no reason for it to be bogged down, but, yeah, it was bogged down.
0: Yeah, it was seriously, like, freezing up the whole computer.
3: Yeah, now it's fucking fine. So let me go back and see if I can pull... I'll pull one at a time. Uh, right... What do you think? If I gave you my thoughts on it. What do you think, based on what you've seen and heard and all that? I don't. I don't think there's enough
0: information that I can make a, a positive decision because it's all contradicting itself. You know what I mean? They really have no fucking idea because they don't. The right half, right side, doesn't know what the left side's doing. Not Democrat versus Democrat, but. Um, the people wise uh, of the government someone A doesn't know what person B is doing so they're saying one thing but then doing another it's all bullshit they don't know what the fuck's going on alright
3: alright I got one back uh, it says Mission Impossible official story of a Las Vegas shooting unravels physical impossibility of lone gunman senior citizen makes narrative ludicrous alright now there's a picture here Dave the, the guns shots were being so the windows were broken here And that's where he was shooting at, down here. Okay. Okay, that's just for you. Okay. Uh, The taxi driver was here when the gunshots were being fired. Right, right. And she drove in under here, around, and then went out here, ended up here. Or she went around. I'm not sure. She might have went around and came out here because, remember, we saw the Luxor there and then turned and came this way, and that's why all those cops were here, then.
0: She came out and turned to the left there, I think.
3: All right. Anyways, go ahead. This is what the article says. It's all hogwash! The official narrative of how things went down in the Las Vegas massacre is so full of holes that it begs the question of just how deep the truth about this attack really goes. I wonder if the so full of holes was a pun intended. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we know for sure is that, yes, 59 people were killed so far, and hundreds were wounded. This wasn't a hoax shooting. People actually were shot, wounded, and killed, and our prayers go out to their families for this horrific tragedy. Yet, the official narrative claims that Stephen Paddock, a retired 64-year-old accountant with absolutely no firearms training, no gun experience, and no physical stamina, was somehow able to expertly wield a highly complex and physically demanding weapon system for 10 sustained minutes is total nonsense. Even highly trained Navy SEALs would have a difficult time running a full auto weapon for 10 minutes straight. Such weapon systems are brutal on the operator. They require tremendous strength, stamina, and expert troubleshooting to keep running. Full auto weapons overheat and jam. They demand incredible strength to keep aimed on target. They require expert reloading and weapons clearing in the case of jams, and the hotel room would have been so full of smoke and powder residue that it would be almost impossible to keep breathing from that enclosed space. All right. I want to comment on that, then.
1: Yeah.
3: So there was... Supposedly, 27 guns in this room. Correct. Let's just go with, let's say there was 10 Mm -hmm. the original report. Um, If, as you're shooting them, they're getting heated up, that's why you would need a second gun. Mm -hmm. And so when there's those lulls in shooting, it's a switching of a gun. Now, the interesting thing where the shots were sounding closer and then further away, before she put the phone in the car Mm -hmm. and, and rolled up the window clearly there was two shooters, at least two shooters there. Uh, and one was, I'm guessing, from the other side of the the uh, concert,
5: coming oh, from right. over there, and mm-hmm. one
3: from Mandalay Bay, let's just say hypothetically. One was from Mandalay Bay, the other one was from the other side, which is why you have the distance sounding further, as opposed to one sounded like it was literally right, right above there. her, yeah. and then the mm-hmm. other one sounded like it was in the distance.
0: Could have well, even been the luxor for the for all we know.
3: Luxer, or even opposite sides. So, like, mm-hmm. you're shooting
0: crossways, yeah.
3: You know, down at the thing from two different directions. Um, but that also gives you the ability to take a break. Switch so guns. The other person keeps shooting now. Mm-hmm. And if you're down there having gunshot or uh, bullets rained upon you, you're not give a fuck where it's coming from. You're just trying to get the fuck oh, out man. of there or under cover. Okay? Um, so, I mean... I'm going to say right off the bat, based on hearing that audio, more than likely there was two people. And I've never shot one of those, but I have to assume that people that have would all probably agree that that's physically demanding to the point that this guy probably didn't have anything to do with the guns. Did
0: did they give us an actual
3: type of gun? Did they say the actual... Well, we'd have to go pull up the picture of the guns, and you could figure out. But... Here's the thing none of those guns can shoot like all right so you heard how many mm-hmm. the length of some of those non-stop gun things there's no way that amount of bullets is in a clip which means he had what three guns lined up and as soon as this one stopped not even a fucking second later the next one's going and mm-hmm. then the next you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it, that's really hard to do by yourself and that's assuming it's all on a fucking tripod or whatever right? ready to go or bipod whatever they call that you know I, I don't know uh,
0: well depending on where, where like a sniper uses the bi because it's just the two right but you'd probably put like a gatling gun or something on a try
3: and even if he was feeding the, the thing that's a two person thing one person with a trigger, an aim, one person feeding the, mm-hmm. the, the belt of bullets into the damn thing. Right. And where the fuck were the shells? There were none. That's not <laughs> the biggest
0: thing. Where's the shells?
3: Um. Where's the fucking... Uh, I want to I see the security footage of him bringing bag after bag after bag after mm-hmm. bag into that room. And I get it. You could probably sp- sporadically spread that over the course of the four days you were there. But then show us all the fucking security footage... Anytime you have him on security. And you yep. know what? There's cameras everywhere. You should have him arriving at the hotel, checking in, going to his room. Anytime he left that room, anytime anybody came to that room with room service, yep. uh, anybody else that went into the room or out of the room, anything. I want to see it all. You know what? We'll never see any of it. All right, no, back to the article. Far from what, what the firearms illiterate media claims, these are not systems that any jail off the street can just pick up and use to effortlessly mow down 500 people. Running these systems requires extensive training, experience, and stamina. It is physically impossible for a guy like Stephen Paddock to operate such a system in the sustained, effective manner that we witnessed, especially when shooting from an elevated position which throws off all the ranging of the weapon system. Far from being a Navy SEAL, Stephen Paddock is a retired accountant senior citizen with a gambling problem and a flabby physique. Mm -hmm. The only way he could have carried out this shooting is if he were transformed into a human superweapon through a magic wand. I'm calling this mission impossible because the, of the physical impossibility of a retired, untrained senior citizen pulling this off. Here are ten plus reasons why the official narrative is complete bullshit. <clears throat> All right. So there's a better shot of taxicab's location and everything.
2: Okay.
3: You know, what? I think the taxicab was faced that direction initially. Mm-hmm. And then went around and ended up coming out coming out over here and then turned this way or something. I think. I don't know. That's what I think. Um, number one, as many as ten rifles were found in his room, but only one shooter. The New York Daily News is now reporting that Stephen Paddock brought at least ten weapons into the Las Vegas hotel room. Why would a single shooter need ten rifles? Uh, Managing just one full auto-weapon system is so difficult that it's probably beyond the physical capabilities of a 64-year-old retired accountant, which is what Paddock was. The fact that ten rifles were found in his hotel room says three very important things. One, the rifles were staged for more than one shooter. Two, the operation was extremely well-funded. Three, the attack took a tremendous amount of time to set up because you don't just walk ten rifles up to your hotel room in a single trip. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we were just saying. Yep. Number two, as with many orchestrated shootings, the scapegoat was murdered before he could talk. According to numerous media reports, Paddock was found dead in his autonomous shot to death. The official narrative claims that he shot himself before the police breached the room, but that is an assumption, not an established fact. There is no evidence whatsoever that Paddock shot himself. It is simply assumed that he did so. I would ask to see the ballistics evidence of the shot that killed him. I'd also like to see pictures showing how, like, that he shot himself. Right. Because, more than likely, this bullet that got him, it would be an impossibility.
0: Well, not only that, but it didn't take anything behind him, like a handgun or a pistol. No. So he it was all
3: fucking rifle. Yeah, he had to
0: spin that machine gun on himself. He would have been fucking... Yeah, that's
3: why I want to see pictures of his head blown off. Yeah, he's all fucked up. He had, like, 37 shots in his face. Um, Isn't it all convenient? There's no one left to question, and they don't even have drug the, the. they don't even have to, the, to drug the guy into oblivion like they did the Aurora, Colorado shooter named James Holmes. Eliminating the scapegoat is the oldest trick in the book, as we were all reminded with the shooting of JFK. Number three: Why were there? Why are there no muzzle flashes visible from the 32nd floor Mandalay Bay windows in any of the videos that captured the shooting?
0: That's what I had
3: asked on Monday. Yeah, and that's very odd. If you look at the shooting videos that have been posted online, none of them show any muzzle flashes from the room on the 32nd floor that we've been told is the source of the shooting. How can that be? The following video captures the sound of the automatic weapons fire and even appears to capture at least two weapons firing simultaneously, yet shows no muzzle flashes from the 32nd floor windows of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. I'm going to grant you viewing of this video, Dave. Two two guns at the
2: same
3: time? Oh that's, that's the video we watched. Yeah. Oh I see the gunfire should be right in here. Mm-hmm.
0: It did sound like two. Yeah.
3: I would be willing to bet somebody may have been on top of Madalaya Bay on the roof. Either way,
0: you'd still have... See, that sounds like two.
3: Remember, because we were thinking it was a helicopter. Yeah. It's not a helicopter. It's two different shooters. At least two. And they did it at the same time so it would think it would be the same person. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, in fact, the video below shows that what might be muzzle flashes from a completely different location closer to the fifth floor. This is where the... the uh, uh, what do you call that? Strobe light. Yeah. This same video also appears to show someone resembling Stephen Paddock attending an anti-Trump rally wearing a so-called pussy hat that was very popular among anti-Trumpsters. One working theory is that Paddock is an anti-Trump leftist who specifically chose a country-western event in order to murder as many conservatives as possible. Okay. We don't need to watch any of that. What's a pussy
0: hat? Does it just say pussy? Uh,
3: You remember that? Um, Well, I think, uh, grab him by the pussy. Yeah. I think it's something to do with that.
0: Okay. Uh, uh,
3: Number four. Why does the gunfire in multiple online videos clearly sound like automatic weapons fire from multiple weapons? I challenge anyone to listen to to the gunfire in these online videos and conclude it's only from uh, a single weapon. The very idea is totally absurd. You can clearly hear at least two automatic weapons systems firing over each other. Mm -hmm. Listen to the automatic weapons fire at about the two-minute mark in the video below. It's clearly coming from multiple weapons. So let's watch. All right, I have my first question. Uh, so this is a video. This is a, someone standing way far back of the concert. They have yep. the stage in the view, and you could see all the crowd in the view. You heard a bunch of shots there. Yep. No reaction from no anybody in the crowd. Anyone, nope. So where the fuck was this person, whoever it was, shooting? What was their target at this moment? Because it wasn't that crowd. As if that crowd... And I, I got in an argument with uh, somebody I work with about this. I said, if you watch this video, the first few rounds of shooting, nobody reacts to it. Which means yep. there was no bullets hitting that crowd. So who were they shooting at at that point? Or were those warning rounds?
0: Yeah, my guess is there's another target. something And else we're we not hearing about
3: that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah, had, and this guy I work right with, he's, he's like... Oh, you, if you were in a big-ass car like that, you wouldn't know you were getting shot. You wouldn't know you were getting shot.
0: You can hear it clear as day.
3: Dave, I'm sorry. I've never been shot, but I'm pretty sure I'd fucking know if I got shot.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know I got
3: shot, too. It's, it's not like the guy had a BB gun. Right, right. And even if it was a BB gun, I would know something just hit me. When you, I hear about know, all these You get things. hit with a paintball. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't tell me uh, if, if I was spraying bullets on that fucking crowd. They would start moving mm-hmm. because we saw another video where that whole fucking crowd had moved every fucking yeah. time the thing. They didn't know they were being shot at because they weren't being shot at yet.
0: Nope, they weren't being shot at yet. Now and that's why the There's band stopped playing. Yeah, yet.
3: exactly. And then it, that's what's about to happen next. See, crowd, nobody moves. Lights go down on stage. Now people are trying to figure out what happened. What's going on? Huh. Concert just stopped. About to get some shots here. Now see this guy's showing the uh, weirdly, the top of Mandalay Bay Hotel This is the one where they're running and you can't see anything yeah. for fucking two minutes
0: I'm curious what a Gatling gun would sound like In that type of setting
2: do push! do push! push!
3: All right, so now we're to that point in the video where people are like ducking for cover. Now they realize something's happening.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and if you can't see any muzzle flashes, why is he why is he videotaping Mandalay Bay? And,
3: and well, what's very odd about this is this guy fucking stands there while people are running past him away. And he's standing there filming. I'm sorry, Dave, but I'm not just going to fucking stand there in the middle of a goddamn field while bullets are fucking raining down. No. That's not logical. No. When you take logic and you put it into this, it's not logical. What the fuck is this? This is from further down the strip. This guy's too far away. He's just fucking filming whatever. All right, let's continue. Oh, you want to hear a Gantling gun? Let's play that real quick. And then we'll... So, here's... Let's see. I'm sure we're hitting a list now. Yeah, do
0: the do the minigun. Which one? This one? Yeah. So long. Slow,
3: motion. slow motion. We don't need I don't it. want the slow motion. Oh, I didn't know who the slow motion. Let's do... Let's just do this. Supposedly this is a...
1: The Dillon M134D is an electrically-powered six-barreled Gatling gun. It can be powered by AC or DC power sources. The weapon is chambered in a 7.62mm NATO and may be fed from magazines of between 1,500 and 4,400 rounds capacity. Hmm. The M134D is a modular oh, system that will adaptation to any existing platform. This flexibility allows it to perform equally well in the fixed forward fire.
3: Jesus, that's too fast. You would have seen that. Yeah, oh, it wasn't a Gatling Gatling gun. At the least not that Dylan
1: Titan gun fires three thousand shots per minute. That equals 50 holy shots shit,
3: man. No others. Yeah, you're not surviving that.
0: <laughs> three thousand. Jesus Christ. What are
3: the other ones? They're saying it was uh, an AR-15. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what they were saying. Full auto. Let's go full auto. And see what. How's the machine gun work? Full auto area explained. Ultimate AR 15 meltdown. Nice. Ugh. Fuck yourself with your ads. Eat a dick, ad. Alright. Back. This is Eric here from Moss, Pawn and Gun. Shut up. Just you shoot ever your have gun. You one of those days where.
0: You just need an AR brake. Nope, but well, play a gun. gun. Uh, I do. I'm taking my break right an now, and that's why I want mil- you to
3: shoot it. That sounds about right. But that's as long as it gets. That's a full clip. Now, he's changing clips. You can hear it. Those gun fucking things lasted longer than that. Longer bursts. Which means there had to have been at least two people shooting consistently. At least two people, if not more.
0: Unless they had an extended mag.
3: You're seeing how fucking fast he's...
0: And look at that muzzle flash, dude.
3: (laughs) And there's the smoke they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the gun's smoking. Gas block is getting hot, ladies and gentlemen. You see all the fucking bullets oh, yeah. spraying out, like the casings, the brass <laughs> casings he was oh, talking about? Oh, boy, that's hot. Yeah, this, uh, this gas tube,
2: it's about to go.
0: I'm curious what he
3: means by that. Maybe. Hey, watch. Oh, that's another thing. I want to see on... Uh, the the dead shooter, they, what, what they claim, let's try an he's going to have a drum. mean fucking bruise on his shoulder area from holding that gun. Yeah. Uh, I'll oh, well. use a different mag. Alright, that's a little bit closer. So you could use one. Like I said, he could have one a different mag. for good taste. Alright, so that's possible. Uh-oh. Gun's jammed.
0: Well, if he had twenty-seven guns, he'd be all right.
3: Well, that ran like a champ, didn't it? <laughs> all right. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't see anywhere where there's uh, well, a shit hot. lighting up well, when well, the so it wasn't at the fucking... It wasn't at the hotel. It's none of that... Look at all that flame, dude. Yeah. You would Did see you that, that in the dark. Rate right of fire, pickup on that? Even
0: even if he was inside good? the room shooting out the window, like not at the window, you'd still see that.
3: Yeah. You'd, you'd have to. It's even a, with the light on.
0: Like if you had all the lights on, which there were no lights on up it. there, you so would see it.
3: the shooting... W- had to have come from a different place. Mm-hmm. It had to have come from a different place, and it had to come from multiple locations because the sound doesn't lie.
2: Right.
3: Even if you want to talk about oh, echoing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, the echoing from the position of the taxi cab driver—that's it, it, not an echo. That you know what I mean? Right. You heard it literally right by the car, yeah. uh, probably straight up,
2: super loud, right? there. And up,
3: then. Right. You hear something in the distance, as though it's, uh, for instance, a wolf. And then from way over, uh, you know, you, you wait a few seconds and you hear. Well, they're talking because they're <laughs> fucking far away from each yeah. other. There's two guns away from each other. They were not yep. in the same spot. Yep, I agree. All right, let's continue the article. That's interesting. But I, I, Okay, I'll buy the fact that it could have been an AR-15 with a bigger clip but there are still multiple shooters. Number five. ISIS has openly claimed responsibility for the attack, stating that Paddock converted to Islam months earlier. ISIS has already claimed responsibility for the Las Vegas shooting. Islamic... Okay, we read that earlier. ISIS has a long track record of only claiming responsibility for events they inspired or planned. It would not be in the interest of ISIS to falsely claim credit for an attack they did not help carry out, as that would discredit their own supporters and funding sources. So that's an interesting piece. You have to admit, that's somewhat interesting. But, who funds ISIS? Yeah, we do. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter.
0: (laughs) Really. And and every time there is a mass shooting, it always goes, ISIS. Look Uh, at the gay club thing in Orlando.
3: Yeah, ISIS. ISIS. Yeah.
0: I guess I can't say everyone, because the Aurora guy wasn't ISIS. Yeah, but
3: the the Gate Club one was. Yeah, uh, the last couple. I'll go with the last couple. Uh, Number six, Stephen Paddock had no familiarity with automatic weapons and no military training. He was not a gun guy. From Yahoo News, saying his family was in shock, Paddock's brother told U.S. media he could not understand what motivated his elder brother. Where the hell did he get automatic weapons? He has no military background or anything like that. Eric Paddock told CBS News, He's a guy who lived in a house in Mesquite, drove down, and gambled in Las Vegas. He did stuff. Eat burritos. Uh, And from New York Daily News, Eric said his brother was typically no fan of such weaponry. Not an avid gun guy at all. Eric Paddock told CBS News outside his home in Waterford Lakes, Florida. Number seven. How does a 64-year-old accountant with no military training possess the strength and stamina to fire a fully automatic weapon for nearly 10 minutes? I think we've kind of hit that
0: one a few times. Yeah.
3: Then. I mean, I don't really, I'm kind of scanning it. It doesn't really seem like, uh, I guess this is the only part here. Um, it requires tremendous strength, endurance, and training, something that guy had none of. Military special forces operatives trained for years to be able to manage such weapons and handle all the problems they pose. Barrel overheating, ammo jams, double feeds, recoil management, etc. cetera. Um, the idea that some senior citizen accountant can just pick up a machine gun and lay down thousands of rounds of effective fire in a sub-sustained 10-minute assault, even though he had no experience with such weapons, is completely ludicrous. I agree with that.
0: No, I've, I'm surprised none of these articles have talked about his dad.
3: Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to hit on. That and then the, the his girlfriend.
0: Oh, yeah, There's still heard. some interesting I things out there.
3: Yeah. Uh, remember those two things. Maybe, do uh, you have a pen? Yeah. Write those two things down just so we don't forget to cover them because we could get wrapped in some other shit here. Write down the dad and write down the the girlfriend and the wiring of the money. Uh, The article continues, It actually looks like someone else staged all the guns in the room, perhaps with Paddock's willingness, then shot and killed Paddock to make him the scapegoat. Numerous media reports confirm that Paddock had no familiarity with guns and certainly did not have any experience with automatic weapons. Uh, Via the UK Daily Mail despite being found amid an arsenal of weapons eric said that his brother had never been an avid gun guy at all adding that he was at a loss as to where Stephen got his arsenal of automatic weapons from number eight Stephen paddock was gambling away huge amounts of cash where did where did all that where did he get all that money according to nbc news paddock was engaged in high stakes gambling to the tune of as much as thirty thousand per day on several occasions, Stephen Paddock gambled more than 10000 per day, and in some cases more than 20000 and 30000 a day. At Las, Vegas, yeah, at Las Vegas casinos, according to an NBC News source who read the suspect's multiple currency transaction reports, and a casino gaming executive. Was he paid to be part of an operation that would then be blamed on him by making him the scapegoat? Some media reports state that Paddock was a wealthy real estate investor. If that's true, why would he blow all, blow all that wealth on gambling? Number nine, Stephen Paddock has Unless
0: he knew he was gonna die. Eh,
3: maybe. Stephen Paddock has no criminal history, no record, and no apparent beef with anybody. Further supporting the notion that Stephen Paddock was a scapegoat for all this via New York Daily News, Paddock had no federal, state, or local history with law enforcement before his Sunday night rampage that left fifty eight dead and more than five hundred injured. We had no knowledge of this individual, said Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo. We checked all the databases. Uh, From the UK Daily Mail, we learned that Paddock had no affiliation with any particular activist group, political group, or religious group, as far as anyone knows. He added that his brother had no political affiliation, no religious affiliation, or, as far as we know. Number ten, the attack required meticulously meticulous planning, funding, and training. It wasn't some lone senior citizen who just snapped. What's clear from this attack is that it was planned, funded, and coordinated. This was not some spontaneous lone wolf scenario. It involved multiple weapons being fired simultaneously, long-term planning, staging, and financial logistics. The official narrative that claims this retired accountant just snapped and somehow picked up an automatic rifle, and expert laid laid down highly effective fields of automatic weapons fire for ten minutes without pause is so insanely stupid as to be laughable. Only a highly trained weapons expert with tremendous physical strength, stamina, and training could have pulled this off, and that's clearly not him. Number 11, how was the FBI able to almost immediately declare Paddock had no ties to ISIS barely 12 hours after the shooting when the same agency has spent over a year investigating President Trump with zero evidence linking him to Russia, all while refusing to declare Trump has no ties to Russia? (laughs) Finally, you don't find it amazing how the FBI was able to clear any ISIS connection in less than 12 hours after the shooting. This is the same FBI, remember, that has spent over a year desperately trying to find Russia conspiracy linked to Trump, yet has been unable to do with any uh, legitimate evidence whatsoever. Yet, more than a year into their investigation, they refuse to clear Trump of Russia collusion. Isn't that interesting? Somehow, the FBI is so amazingly effective and efficient that they can conclude a massive investigation of Stephen Paddock in a mere twelve hours. Yet, they never quite seem to complete their investigation of President Trump.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I agree. That is interesting. Uh, Well, that's because it's a bunch of bullshit.
1: Right. All
3: right. Let's see here. There's uh, Let's see. We covered that one. We covered that. That's not part of it. That's not it. All right. Let's try this one. Receipt shows Paddock had another guest in his room before the shooting. Interesting. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. An (laughs) image posted on Facebook by a man who claims he served Stephen Paddock room service shows that the gunman was with a guest during his time at the Mandalay Bay Hotel four days before the massacre took place. The receipt shows an employee named Antonio served two guests and... IRA underscore MB, which means in room dining, Mandalay Bay. The table number is 32135, which equates to Paddock's room number, 135, on the 32nd floor. Hmm. Okay. Paddock ordered a burger, a bagel with cream cheese, a potato soup, one bottle of water, and two Pepsis, suggesting that there was another person eating with him in the room. The receipt shows the number two next to the word guests.
2: Hmm.
3: Okay, so here's the receipt, a close-up of it. All
2: right.
0: So we know what he had for his last meal.
3: Yeah, weird, (laughs) right? One one Angus double burger with provolone cheese, brioche bread, add carameled onions for two extra bucks. It was uh, $26. Jesus fucking Christ, I'll never eat there. Um, One bagel with cream cheese, uh, toasted, $10. Jesus House soups was twelve dollars, and an upcharge for potato soup, an extra two bucks. The bottled water, ten bucks. One bottle of water was ten dollars. That's ridiculous. Fucking kidding me. Um, it was a Pellegrino, uh, and then the two Pepsi's. The thumb is covering that, so we don't see the price on that. Uh, operation charge was nine dollars and ninety cents. Then subtotal sixty-eight dollars. Tax six forty-three. Zero gratuity. There was a $10 tip, so the total was eighty-four thirty-three For a fucking burger, bagel. Yeah, so somebody ate the burger, somebody ate the bagel. Right. Somebody had the bagel and soup. Somebody had Pepsi
0: and somebody had water.
3: Yep. Well, I'm guessing they both had Pepsi. Two Pepsis.
0: Oh, yeah, it does say two there, yeah. So
3: one person had the burger uh, and the Pepsi. The other person, I'm guessing, had the bagel and soup and Pepsi and then one of them also wanted a water. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's the name. All right. The date on the receipt also says September 27th, whereas authorities assert that Paddock checked in the day after on September 28th.
0: Oh. Huh. Where's the date on there? Did you see the date on there?
2: Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, yeah right at the top, top left,
3: you see a 7, yeah. 20, yeah, it's 27-2017. All right. Huh. The date on the receipt also says September 27th, whereas authorities assert that Paddock checked in the day after, on September 28th. Why would they do that, Dave? Why would they say he checked in on the 28th when he's getting room service on the 27th? Because they're wrong all the time. What if? But that's authorities. That's not even news getting this wrong. That's authorities. We have a fucking receipt that says... It's pretty hard to... Unless the receipt's fake. (sighs) This shit just got uh, even more interesting. Alright, Paddock's guest could not have been his girlfriend Mary Lou Danley because she was in the Philippines at the time.
0: (laughs) What day was the shooting, the first or second? First. And this?
3: And they said he was there for four days, right? Or was it the first? It was the first. It was Sunday the first. So
0: Sunday the first, yeah. So the 27th is the one day, 28th, 29th, 30th is the fourth day. So
3: the shooting was on the fifth day. Yeah. But they're saying he checked in on the 28th. Authorities are. Well, no. 28th, 29th, 30th, and the four, and the 1st. On The 4th day he was there, he had, did the shooting that night. That's what they're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. So but he clearly was there the day before.
3: Yeah. All right. The individual who posted the receipt appears to have deleted it from his Facebook page, although the page still shows that he works at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Another source told Laurel Loomer that the gunman actually checked in on September 25th Three days before authorities said he did. Whoa. Jesus fucking Christ. <coughs> this is getting even, even weirder now. Uh, Laura Loomer's tweet says Source who works at Mandalay Bay said Stephen Paddock had the sweets since September 25th. Why did police lion say he checked in on September 28th?
0: Huh.
3: Now, it could be that he checked in on
0: 25th. No, I'm just saying how it could happen and he moved on the 28th to a different room, to that room, to the 32nd room.
3: But the receipt shows the 27th from that room. Oh, that's true.
0: That's right. You're right.
3: So, not entirely true. Yeah. No. The police man! And the room was under his name because that's how the receipt came, and it yeah. has his name on the receipt. Yeah. And they would put it to the person who's got the room right. on the receipt. Yeah. Uh, Authorities must surely be on the hunt for whoever Paddock dined with in order to ascertain whether this individual was involved in the plot and whether or not it was the same woman who reportedly told concertgoers they were going to die 45 minutes before the shooting took place.
2: Hmm.
3: Wow. That's fucking very, very interesting.
0: My head's going to explode.
3: I wonder if I called Mandalay Bay right now because I intend to go to Vegas soon anyways, if I can get 32nd floor room 135 for pretty goddamn cheap. You don't think I'll be able to get that room? No. Um, maybe I wait another month or so. Yeah, because it's still... I'm, I'm guaranteeing it's it's scrubbed down still. Oh, no, I'm not saying to go there and fucking... i just be curious to... I guess it's the equivalent of, you know, hey, friend, I'm going to friend request a fucking uh, shooter. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, I want to stay in that room. You know? All right, let me keep scrolling. I know there's more stuff here. <clears throat> wow.
0: Well, that's kind of cool. A, I do not see that fucking one. I'm an idiot. This guy is.
3: Yeah. Uh, viral video. Man calls Las Vegas shooter a pussy as bullets rain down. Supposedly, it's a video. Uh, Another tragedy has befallen America at the hands of a psychopathic mass shooter while modern country singer Jason Aldean was performing in front of thousands on Sunday night as the headlining act of the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival in Las Vegas rapid-fire pops and blasts abruptly intertwined with the melodies emanating from the stage. Screams of fandom evolved into shrieks of terror as the music went silent. Innocent concertgoers fled in horror. Blah 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 blah.
2: Blah 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 blah. Right. Blah
3: blah blah. While most attendees were understandably terrified as the bullets fell down from the desert sky, a video going viral shows one young man who stood in defiance of the terror and shouted obscenities into the blacked heavens towards the madman pulling the trigger. With arms extended, the unnamed man rose above the guiltless who were taking cover on the ground and bellowing out that the shooter was a pussy. I'm sure he had had no alcohol whatsoever. Uh, maybe the man's daring was alcohol induced. Oh, by the way, I added the. I'm sure he had no alcohol yeah, whatsoever. No. Yeah, so the was article it. then continues. Maybe the man's daring was alcohol induced. It's possible he's just insane, or perhaps he was just infuriated and fearless. Whatever the reason for his reaction during such a stressful event, it is quite a sight to witness. You can watch the video for yourself below. You, you want to see it? Yeah, oh yeah, just a little bit. Let's see how fucking nutty this guy is.
0: I would like oh, to have. I would like to have him get the shot,
3: though. Yeah, a little bit of a little part of me wishes he would at that moment he does that.
0: Yeah, good my pussy, and then gets fucking nailed okay. in the
3: fucking head, rip in the head, head. is fucking gone. Yeah, I mean it's really morbid and shitty of us to say that, but what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, Las Vegas gunman was prescribed drug linked to violent outbursts. I read this article. I, I, I mean. I, you at all curious to see what this is all about no
0: like? I don't think, I think he listened to heavy metal that night too I mean, yeah um, he
3: was I don't know I guess horseshit yeah I, I, maybe he was but I don't believe that makes you fucking plan out a bunch of guns I, right. I don't think he right. was the shooter I really don't I not uh, that's not anything to do with it We gotta funnel through some of this shit. There's more down here. They have a lot to this page since I pulled those other ones. Um, you curious at all about the mystery lady? Did we already read that one?
0: Oh, we didn't read it. We briefly talked about her.
3: Okay. Well, let's. uh, This one's a pretty quick one. I read this one too. Who was the mystery lady? Threats made 45 minutes before shots fired in Las Vegas. Uh, Concert goers were told, you're all going to fucking die. Less than an hour before the Las Vegas shooting started, it it has been claimed. A woman in the crowd is said to have yelled the... What
2: the fuck?
3: My name is Daniel LeBiscuit. (laughs) Okay. This ad, I'm guessing, just started playing for no reason. Alright, sorry about that. A woman in the crowd is said to have yelled the... warning about 45 minutes before the Route 91 Harvest Festival became the venue for the worst master day in U.S. history. After her outburst, it was claimed the woman and her male companion were made to leave uh, the venue by security. Less than an hour later, an attack began that left at least 50 people dead. Witness Mm. Brianna Hendricks said the woman had been behaving strangely before her outburst. Ms. Ms. Hendricks, who had been in Vegas to celebrate her 21st birthday, told uh, mail online, there was a lady who came running up behind us in the concert and she started to play with people's hair acting crazy and she told us that we're all going to fucking die. She said they're all around us and we were going to die. Really? She said they're all around us and we're mm-hmm. going to die. It's very interesting. Uh, Ms. Hendricks said the woman had claimed her boyfriend could not breathe in order to push her way through the crowd to the front row.
0: So, oh wait, Mrs. Hendricks, okay, I was thinking that was the person, okay.
3: Yeah. No, Ms. Ender said the woman claimed that the woman's boyfriend... Oh, okay, yeah. not ...in order to push her, yeah.
0: So why would they... If they know they're getting shot at, why are no, they going to the front? this was
3: 45 minutes before the shooting
0: started. But she's saying that they're going to... They're all around us. We're all going to fucking die. Why is she... Why wouldn't she be leaving then instead of going to the front of the fucking crowd?
3: I'm surprised you actually asked that. Why? Why wouldn't, if you didn't, you're warning people. It's not like you're going to stick around for it. You're just. But if she's going to the front row to tell people.
0: I guess, I guess I'll see where she goes from the front row.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you're jumping to an odd conclusion that really doesn't make Me sense. Any. Okay. Um, hang on. She said it seemed she was telling us to either warn us or she was part of it and she was telling us because she knew we were going to die. It was so scary. It felt like she had knowledge of what was about to happen. Ms. Hendricks returned to the Mandalay Hotel about 15 minutes before the shooting and witnessed the subsequent carnage from her, her hotel room. I do kind of find that slightly interesting. You leave before Jason Aldean is done performing mm-hmm. to go to your hotel room. Uh, I don't no. If I quite by that. Well, that just sounds slightly suspicious too. The girl that you know what I mean, if if you're there, why are you leaving before he does his fucking main thing? Unless she actually took that woman's thing to heart, but mm-hmm. the woman didn't say in 45 minutes. Right. This you so see this girl left the concert half hour after the this woman got said this shit and got kicked out and then 15 minutes later okay so we we got our timeline down Mm -hmm. it makes me feel uncomfortable said Ms. Hendricks I thought it had a correlation Um, she described the woman who gave the warning as Hispanic probably about 5 foot 5 with brown hair and said the woman's boyfriend was also Hispanic the authorities have yet to comment on whether the woman's warning was just a bizarre coincidence or whether it actually did have something to do with the mass shooting after the suspected gunman Stephen Paddock, a 64-year-old white man, was confirmed dead, police said they had also located a woman connected with him, Mary Lou Danley. When appealing for information to help locate Ms. Danley, police had described her as a 62-year-old Asian, 4 foot 11, and weighing 111 pounds. Clark County Sheriff Joseph Lombardo later revealed that Ms. Danley was in fact out of the country and was not believed to have been involved in the shooting. He told reporters, we have located her out of the country. She was not with him when he checked in. We have discovered he was using some of her identification. We Interesting. we have had conversation with her and we believe her at this time to n- not be involved. And there's the girl that did the reporting. Or the, the eyewitness, Ms. Hendricks. Um, well, this article doesn't go on to say that the lady got kicked out, but she did get kicked out for fucking around, I'm guessing, yeah. with people's hair. And saying, they are all going to die. Imagine if you go to a public place and say, you're
2: all going to die. Yeah.
3: Eventually, they're going to have you leave.
0: Well, look at Final destination. He said the plane was going to explode. We uh-huh. all need to get out of here. And they kicked him off the plane, and then
3: it exploded. Yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. I, I was very surprised about that. I'm still kind of... Uh, interested on that whole receipt thing. Yeah. And the check-in dates and all this. So, let's
0: let's go into the uh, girlfriend money thing.
3: Yeah, I was just getting there. Alright. Las Vegas shooting. Shooter's girlfriend's family received a $100,000 wire transfer. Has a picture of her. Alright. 1,700 feet from the supposed window where the I think he was shooting from to the uh, area where all the people were at. Hmm. I don't buy that. Oh, and it says the Festival of Grounds was holding 22,000 people. That also seems like a lot. A lot of people for that little area. I mean, mm-hmm. Maybe that area is bigger than we're realizing, but all right. It looks tiny. Here's the... Article. The family of a woman wanted in connection with the suspected Las Vegas shooter Stephen Paddock received a huge $100,000 payoff just days before the devastating attacks that was wired to a bank account in the Philippines, it has been reported. A huge manhunt is underway for the for uh, Paddock's girlfriend Mary Lou Danley following the worst mass shooting in modern U.S. history as investigators try to piece together why a lone wolf gunman would inflict such carnage without any obvious motive. Now, evidence has emerged that Danley's relatives in the Philippines received a giant bank transfer payment from an unknown source just last week, according to multiple senior law enforcement officials. Officials have confirmed that Filipino Mary Lou Danley was in her native country on Sunday when multiple gunmen reported open fire on a crowd attending a country music festival on the Las Vegas Strip. It was not known whether the money was intended as hush money for herself, for, or some sort of payoff or as compensation to her family for a possible role. The, uh, internet's starting. To, I think it was this page that was bogging us down. Yeah. Because it's starting to act a little goofy again. According to NBC News, Danley, 62, had traveled to Hong Kong on September 25th, could fill in some of the blanks when she returns to the U.S. on Wednesday, the official said her arrival airport was not known. Investigators believe the couple stated, started dating in spring of 2017 and lived together in Mesquite, Nevada. It is not yet known if Danley was known to be involved in the shooting at this time, law enforcement officials told reporters on Monday. We have had conversations with her, and we believe her at this time not to be involved, but obviously that investigation will continue, Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo said. So as we're recording this right now, she is on her way, or has arrived back in the United States, supposedly. Really? Well, today's Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting forgetting today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, she was not with him when he checked in. We have discovered he was utilizing some of her identification. See, that
0: part makes me confused. Why was he using her identification who was the other person?
3: Well, yeah, obviously there was somebody else. That yeah. is, he's a fucking big eater.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, but, if he was u- utilizing some of her identification, what the fuck was she using to fly and get in and out of the right. country? right. So, she obviously had her passport. Maybe she left her driver's license with him? Why would you do that? Uh,
0: Maybe because all she needed was her passport, so she's like, I'll let's leave everything else here. I don't know, dude. Is that logical? No. But is any of this story mm-hmm. logical, uh, really?
3: I don't know. I mean, it's... All right. Danley was initially thought to be traveling with Paddock in Las Vegas, but she was not in the 32nd floor room in the Mandalay Bay Hotel that Paddock was using when... Police blew the door off and barged inside 72 minutes after the first 911 call. Instead, police found Paddock dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound and an arsenal of 23 firearms in the hotel room. They later found 19 more weapons at his Mesquite home.
0: So is it 10, 27, or 23?
3: Jesus Christ, everything's (laughs) wrong, you know what I mean? Investigators still have not determined the motive for the mass murder. The death toll currently stands at 59, but officials have warned that, that could climb. More than 500 people were wounded. The death toll currently stands at 59. Okay, we're just wow. Why did we hear that twice? Yeah, it's in there twice, and I almost stupidly read it twice. <laughs> As people continue to search for answers to what actually happened on that tragic day, reports begin to emerge that seem to conflict with the official narrative being pushed by the mainstream media. The corporate-controlled MSM in the U.S. seems to be constantly peddling the story that Stephen Paddock was a lone gunman who locked himself in a hotel room, decided to open fire in a crowd with heavy machine guns, and no clear motive other than he could because he has the right to own guns. Interestingly, uh, foreign news outlets seem to be reporting on the events with a different angle or perhaps without an agenda to push. Australian citizens who witnessed the attacks have given their eyewitness accounts to the press in their native countries, and their statements differ greatly from the stories being peddled in the United States.
4: Ooh, I'd like to hear some of those.
3: Yeah. right. Uh, one key witness is a man named Brian Hodge from Australia, who was staying in the room right next door to the alleged shooter. Hodge was closer to the origins of the assault than any other person on that day, and says that the entire floor he was staying on was a crime scene with multiple shooters firing weapons out of the windows. We're just going to let that sink in for a second. Let that marinate for a minute. Alright. I'm going to let it marinate even longer, because I'm going to take a sip of my water. Mr. Hodge also confirmed that law enforcement was aware of more than one shooter as he saw them shoot and kill one of the gunmen who was dressed as a security guard in the corridor outside of his hotel room.
0: Why have we not heard about that?
3: Yeah. Other witnesses from Australia also reported seeing other gunmen dressed as security guards being chased by police. These eyewitness statements completely conflict with the story that lone wolf shooter Stephen Paddock acted alone. So who the fuck were these guys dressed like security guards?
0: No clue, man.
3: Jesus goddamn Christ. All right. Speaking to the courier mail, Brian Hodge said he managed to escape the initial horrific scenes inside the hotel, but found himself forced to hide in a bush for several hours after the event. I almost wonder if this is bullshit, as it seems so fucking insane. Why hasn't this guy been killed? (laughs) Because he's...
0: He's back in Australia. He fucking jumped on a plane and got the fuck out of Dodge.
3: Uh, And he goes quote I got outside safely and was hiding in the bushes Mr. Hodge said there were multiple people dead and multiple shooters I was just hiding waiting for police to come get us We were hiding in the bushes outside waiting for the police Mr. Hodge said he was staying in the room staying in room 32134 while the gunman was in room 32135 It was a machine gun from the room next to me he said my floor is a crime scene they killed a security guard on my floor Mr. Hodge reported that one gunman was in the room next to his, but the other gunmen were also operating on the same floor. This account seems to explain the images taken from outside the Mandalay Bay Hotel, where the gunfire came from. That clearly shows two smashed windows from two different hotel rooms on the same floor.
0: See, we had seen that briefly on one of the like icons. I saw two windows, but yeah. really, I don't know where the hell it went.
2: All right.
3: The mainstream media claims that Paddock was using multiple hotel rooms to shoot from, but why would they ignore the statements from eyewitnesses who saw multiple gunmen operating on the same floor? Why is the mainstream media so keen to push the crazy gun owner narrative on the public?
0: Because that's the agenda.
3: Yep. Uh, Aside from the witness statement that completely scratches the lone gunman theory, multiple reports have also emerged from outside the hotel that gunfire was coming from more than one floor of the hotel. Social media has been flooded with video uploads filmed by witnesses that show gunshots emanating from from a 4th floor window as well as two 32nd floor windows. Videos of the 4th floor shooter are being taken down by Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube as quickly as they are being uploaded, but why is evidence of the additional attackers being so desperately covered up? Now I'm wondering, I want to see video of this supposed strobe light that is still actively going after the shooting is done, because supposedly it was still going later on, like the next day, long after the shooting was right, done, right. but yet I've not seen any video of that. I have seen the video of the...
0: See, and I haven't seen any of that. Right,
3: maybe no. we'll readdress that and show that then to you, because I'm starting to wonder if that's maybe just a bunch of bullshit spin that, oh, yeah, it was just a strobe, let's move on from that. Right. Because that could have been... That could have been... Right. All right. So we'll consider that. And that would
0: be a lot closer than 1,700 feet, too.
3: Yeah. And the uh, arc on those, the fall Mm -hmm. of that, you know what I mean? It's You still aim a little bit higher because it's going to fall, but...
0: It won't be such a direct...
3: I don't know. So it's, I guess, it's a possibility. Another Australian eyewitness says she and her husband were sat in the bar of the Luxor Hotel when they saw a heavily armed man dressed as, as security guard r- ran through the hotel, being chased by the hotel's real security team.
0: And I had said maybe the Luxor too.
3: Yeah, and that they those two are connected. Uh, the two hotels. Speaking mm-hmm. to Australian news outlet Courier Mail, Wendy Miller from Coolroy on the Sunshine Coast described the moment she was caught up on the on the attack when the man of interest ran past her. We managed to make our way back to our room, she told the courier mail. We are in lockdown. Our door is deadlocked and a chair against the door. Ms. Miller said the man sprinted through her hotel after coming off an escalator from the Mandalay Bay. The man that they were chasing was wearing a security jacket like them, she said. Of course, there's no mention of any of these events in the corporate-owned mainstream media in the U.S. Why would this clear evidence that points to a team of operatives carrying out a carefully planned attack be completely ignored? The MSM is focused on convincing the public that the devastation was caused by a crazy lone gunman and that the only answer is to change the United States Constitution. If the mainstream news was meant to truthfully report events to the people, then this information would be all over every television set in America. But it isn't. Mm-hmm. The news is nothing more than a propaganda tool used by the political elite to push an agenda onto the masses. Yep. This is another perfect example of a problem-reaction-solution. Problem? Reaction, solution. problem? crazy gun owner has too many rights and ends up shooting hundreds of people in a horrific massacre. Reaction? The mainstream media reports the official narrative, leaving the public angry and demanding a solution. Solution? Take away the rights of the American people in the name of safety. A quick look at the real news on TV or a search on Google's heavily censored news feed and you will see this already being played out in the media. Only hours after the attack, Hillary Clinton has already called for a change in gun gun law demanding people stand up to the NRA to stop this from happening again. Whether you are for or against gun laws in America, one thing the people must always hold precious is the United States Constitution. Once the oligarchs get their sticky fingers all over the sacred amendments, the American people can kiss goodbye their own civil liberties forever. Looks like that video was removed, the final video. Surprising. Yeah, I'd like to see that fourth, fourth floor video. Yeah, we can probably find it. Well, I have to keep that article up because I
2: am going to share
3: that one all over the fucking place.
0: Make sure you tweet it to your buddy. Which one? The one that has been talking about you and that other fake Stephen oh. Paddock guy.
3: Yeah, that guy's a fucking asshole. All right, what do you want to see?
0: Uh, I want to see the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah, video. <laughs> I
3: fourth floor. Oh, Yeah,
0: okay, there. Muzzle flash. Yeah.
3: All right. What is that noise?
2: Right there, baby.
3: Oh yeah,
0: that's not a strobe light, dude.
3: But it flashes even when there's no um, gun. One
4: more time.
1: And notice the sound is off with the light because he's filming from a that's throw distance.
3: See right there there was no you don't see anything but you hear it. See right at the end there? Mm-hmm. So th- that's <laughs>
0: And he said it was off because of what?
3: Throw distance?
0: Yeah. that doesn't make any damn sense.
3: Well, let's watch this one. Here's another one.
6: Yeah, I think this is really going to help our viewers because we've been saying Mandalay Bay, but the Route 91 Festival is actually right across the street. So, let me just play this for you. Uh, you see Mandalay Bay here, the Delano. You see the Luxor right up here, uh, but the area where the festival actually happened is right across. Uh, Las Vegas Boulevard, and actually, here's the stage, and this is the area. Yeah, see, the Luxor's got a good shot too for this yeah. festival. Uh, as we continue to zoom in, and so you can see Mandalay Bay over here in the corner. So when we're playing a lot of the witness videos for you, you see the Mandalay kind of in the background. This is the vantage, the victims, the people who were targeted, were down here in this parking lot. If the reports are accurate that the shooter was up on the 30th floor of Mandalay Bay, they would have been on the east side of the hotel shooting down into this parking lot. We have brand new sound of that right now.
0: I don't see any muzzle flash either. Yeah, right there. Oh, right there.
3: And that's nowhere near the 32nd floor.
0: See there's the other shot, the other window I I'm
3: Yeah. And it's kind of around a corner. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna call bullshit on uh that's a strobe light. I call bullshit on Strawberry too, dude.
0: It is chilling. It's Even though you
6: hear the gunshots, and as Randy Sutton has been educating us tonight, uh, that is a fully automatic weapon, which is how that shooter was able to get so many victims, and they were all just right down in that tight space. This is a three-day concert, and the passes were <laughs> completely it was. sold out to <laughs> ninety one. so it was a full house, and no doubt the shooter knew that. Jimmy,
2: he's coming from up upstairs. It's
0: Nandalee Bay! Upstairs, Nandalee Bay, halfway up! I see the shots coming from Nandalee Bay! We have multiple casualties... Subscribe now. Nope. Not gonna... Alright. Um, hmm. Oh, the the full documentary. It's 36 seconds long. (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Yeah, let's briefly talk about the horror. We haven't talked to her about her yet.
3: Who? Hillary? Yeah. Uh, she just fucking is like not long after the thing happened, she comes out and fucking calls for uh she she goes uh without making things political or we need to not make things political and you know, let's just fucking pull up the goddamn tweet because <laughs> Alright I, I just rather get it right for you. What is that noise? You hear that? Mm-hmm. It's like something. Alright. Here's a uh, cunt horbag faggot fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. Hillary Clinton, Las Vegas, we are grieving with you. The victims of the blah ones and all affected by this cold-blooded massacre. The crowd flooded at the sound of gunshots. Imagine the death if the shooter had silencer, which the NRA wants to make it easier to get. All right. I don't see what's wrong with that, really, but supposedly there was. Jesus, shut the fuck up. Either way, ultimately, why does she need to weigh in? she's not the president, she's not anything in politics at this moment, she used to be, she's not anymore is she
0: still a senator or no?
3: no she's not, I don't think she's anything right now
0: she's just a giant whore
3: let's see here alright so this is her um our grief isn't enough. We can and must put politics aside. Stand up to the NRA and work together to try to stop this from happening again.
2: Well,
0: how is that politics aside?
3: Exactly. She says, must put politics aside. Let me get political. <laughs> Stand up to the NRA. <laughs> that's political.
0: No, no, that's just personal.
3: I, You know, yeah. I'm, I'm personally. Personal. Well, it's going to be personal when somebody fucking shoots her. Yeah. Stupid bitch. I don't understand. why. Why does she need to weigh in, period? You know what I mean? Now, let's not yeah. get crazy on what I just said. I'm not calling for Hillary Clinton to get shot, but right, right, it, right. it should only be personal at that moment. Anything else you have to say because you've not ever been shot, you probably never even held a gun. It's political. Mm-hmm. You can't say let's put politics aside. I'm going to get political now.
1: Yeah.
3: No, hypocrite.
0: It's like you're hey, a hypocrite. No lady. offense, dude, but I think you're a faggot. Right. No offense, though.
3: <laughs> yeah. Same thing. That's yeah, basically Same what thing. she's doing. Yeah. Anybody that starts with no offense. They're about to offend you.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, huh. Right,
0: you want to touch the dad thing or no?
3: Yeah, we can real quick. Um, let's see here. Yeah, all right. So the dad was a wanted, he, he was, he, uh, hang on. Let me just.
0: It Was a dad's name like Brian or some shit?
3: I don't know the name I just know that uh, alright Las Vegas gunman's criminal father alright the man the police identified as was a grifter a con artist a bank robber and a jailbreaker who spent years on the FBI's most wanted list a life nothing like the 64 years Steven spent without apparently acquiring even a hint of a police record but they had this in common a skill at concealing their criminal plans so, oh god All right, nineteen sixty, when Stephen Paddock was seven, FBI agents showed up at his family's tidy white ranch house in the hills outside Tucson, Arizona, stunning the neighbors and even the local sheriff. No one could fathom that Pat Paddock, the big jolly father of four young boys who owned a small business in town and was a special deputy at the sheriff's office, was really Benjamin Hoskins Paddock, a serial bank robber with a rap sheet that stretched back to Chicago. He bulged with sincerity. The sheriff told the Tucson Daily Citizen at the time, noting that Pat Paddock, who sold garbage disposals during the week, volunteered for the local search and rescue team and counseled wayward youths in his spare time. People who knew Stephen Paddock, even his brother, were just as dumbfounded when the police said he had gunned down scores of people in Las Vegas. Even so, it is far from clear how much the legacy of the father, whose criminal career spanned five decades, may have shaped the son. When the FBI arrested Mr. Paddock in 1960, friends and relatives tried to protect Stephen and his younger brothers. While federal agents were rifling through bedrooms and closets in the Tucson house, a neighbor took Stephen, the only one of the four Paddock boys who was old enough to realize what was going on, to the neighborhood swimming pool. All right, there's his one by the FBI, Benjamin Hoskins Paddock. Hmm. All right, we're trying to keep Steve from knowing his father is held as a bank robber, the neighbor told the newspaper. Steve is a nice boy. It is unknown when or if the boys ever spoke to their father after that. For, four, for, for years, a friend said they told their father was dead. Huh. They thought he was a mechanic. They thought he died from an accident working on cars, said John McGee, 56, who befriended the younger Paddock boys as they were growing up in the 1970s and 80s. Their mother was holding the truth back, and I think at some point when they were older, she then had to break it to them. Benjamin Hoskins Paddock was born in Sheboygan, Wisconsin in 1926 and served in the Navy during World War II. Afterward, he landed in Chicago on the wrong side of the law. He was imprisoned in 1946 for stealing cars and running a c- confidence game. He was out long enough to marry in Reno, Nevada in 1952 and to Father Stephen before being imprisoned again in 1953 for a fraudulent check scheme, according to an Associated Press report. When he got out in 1956, the Paddocks moved to Arizona, and Stephen's parents started going by different names. Benjamin became Patrick, and his wife Irene became Dolores, according to the Daily Citizen. On their quiet street, they seemed to be a model mid-century family. Mr. Paddock was such a nice man, the neighbor across the street told the Daily Citizen in 1960, he was so attentive to his wife, he was so kind to the children, and he was always doing helpful things around the house but he also had developed a knack for robbing banks. Over an 18-month span in 1959 and 1960, Mr. Paddock had two branches of the Valley National Bank in Phoenix, one of them twice, and made off with $25,000 according to the Arizona Republic signing an indictment. Each time the report said, he showed the teller a snub-nosed revolver tucked in his belt and fled in a stolen car that he abandoned a few blocks away to switch to the family's new Pontiac station wagon. When the FBI finally caught up with him at a gas station in downtown Las Vegas, he tried to flee, nearly r- r- ramming an agent before an agent fired a bullet through his windshield. He surrendered unharmed. It's funny that he would be in Vegas. I was going
1: to
0: say that, dude. Uh,
3: Mr. Paddock was convicted in 1961 and sentenced to 20 years in prison, but he escaped from the Latuna Federal Penitentiary in Texas on New Year's Eve 1968 and made his way to San Francisco where he robbed another bank. In 1969, the FBI placed him on its most wanted list, describing him as six feet four, 245 pounds, and diagnosed as psychopathic. He reported as ha, he reportedly has suicidal tendencies and should be considered armed and very dangerous. The poster read, adding that he was an avid bridge player. Why and would they add that on there? Who knows? Maybe because they would find early. him at an average bridge or an avid uh, a bridge, oh, a bridge game. game. Yeah, I guess. Um, It is not clear how much Mr. Paddock's sons learned about his activities. The youngest son, Eric Paddock, told reporters outside his Florida house on Monday that their father was largely absent from their lives. When the father died in 1998, a paid newspaper obituary listed only one son, Patrick, as a survivor. After the 1960 arrest, the family moved to Sun City, California, where their mother supported the four boys augmenting her wages as a postal worker by investing in stocks. Mr. McGee said they never talked about their father hiding from the FBI after his prison break Benjamin Paddock moved to Springfield, Oregon where he used the alias Bruce Werner Erickson grew a forked goatee and made money by turning black car turning back car odometers nice <laughs> uh, criminal all in all it's just, yeah he's just an all around jack of all trades criminally uh, in 1978 he made a deal with a small woman's charity to open a bingo parlor and share the proceeds but he kept most of the profits himself into a court filing. God, he <laughs> well,
0: sounds like a con man like H.H. H. Holmes, dude.
3: Yeah, you know? It's awesome. Locals who knew nothing of his criminal record called him Bingo Bruce and recalled a host of fi- fanciful stories he told about his past. He claimed that he'd been a Dixieland band singer, pilot, auto racing crew chief, Chicago Bears pro football player, <laughs> survivor of World War II, minesweeper, sinking, and a wrestler named Crybaby. A columnist for the Eugene Register Guard who interviewed Mr. Paddock at the time later wrote, Some of that may have been true. With Bruce, you never knew.
0: Did you follow the crybaby wrestler? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I
3: don't think I was alive. (laughs) At the time, his wife and children lived in California. No evidence has emerged that they visited or communicated with him. They could not be reached for comment on their relationship. A photo of Bingo Bruce that ran in the paper Mm -hmm. tipped off the authorities... And the night of September 6, 1978, federal agents arrested him outside his bingo hall. A year later, he would once again leave federal prison early, but this time on parole. People who knew him in Oregon, including a, a local mayor, lobbied for his release after a year in custody, according to the article in the Register Guard. He returned to bingo, this time opening his own church so he could keep all the profits. Oh, nice. <laughs> But he could not stay out of trouble. State authorities charged him with racketeering in the 1980s. Mr. Paddock settled civil charges and avoided jail after paying $623,000. Back then, that was a lot of fucking money. Still is to some of us. He eventually left Oregon for Texas, where he died in 1998. Mr. McGee, the neighbor who knew the Paddock boys' children, said that even in light of the family history, he could not bring himself to believe that Stephen Paddock would carry out a mass shooting. Steve was a gentleman. His brothers respected him. He said, "I just can't see him doing this because he didn't do it." Yeah. All right. Well, that's an interesting uh, story Dude, about it. That's his crazy. Father.
0: Like Sheboygan, Wisconsin, that's local. Uh, Chicago is local.
3: Uh, well, the fact a so, Chicago I'm, Bears football player. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious he's if the a pro wrestler, not
0: real Steve, has any type of relation whatsoever. Because he's well, from this area. I don't know where this other fake Steve is from.
3: Well, I guess we'll get down to that tease that if you're still listening, you're about to get a nice big surprise, but that uh, fake or not real shooter Steve, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. shopping online, right? I do. You go to Amazon, right? I do. Of course you do. Everybody does. I have an Amazon app on my phone as we speak. All right. But here's the problem. What? You need to click the banner to help out the podcast before you go to just straight Amazon. You are correct. But here's how you do it. You go to www.theareaman.com and you're going to click the sponsor tab. Okay. All right. So once you've done that, click the sponsor tab right at the top. You're going to see Amazon. It says, click on the Amazon banner below to support the Airyman as well as the D2R Podcast Network. That's every podcast you're hearing on this feed. It's network feed here. Yeah. You click that banner, and you bookmark it. You never have to go through those steps again. So you only have to do those steps you are described one time, and then you bookmark it. Then, every time you go to Amazon after that, go to that bookmark, use that to get to Amazon, and then buy whatever you want to buy. So like you buy books, you buy toilet paper, you can buy food, Yeah, you can buy pretty much just about anything yeah. on Amazon. You can get uh, Dave's Not Here on Amazon. Yeah, your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get some of uh, former guest Jim Fetzer's books on Amazon. Yeah. You can get, you can get just about anything, literally yeah. anything. Food for your dogs, you can get toys, you can get TVs. I bet you could buy a car. You can. I think you can buy sex toys on there. You can, I know you can buy sex toys. Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah,
2: uh, you can literally buy just. Uh,
3: I don't know too many. I think the list would be shorter if you put the things that you can't get on Amazon. I don't even think there is such a list. Oh, there's got to be. I'm sure. Like, well, you can't get illegal drugs from Amazon. Amazon. Uh, I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think you probably get prescriptions on Amazon. No. It's not illegal. Though. I'm talking no. about marijuana, Either huh? way, go to those once you bookmark it, you never have to do it again. Otherwise, if you want to, go do that. Here's the other thing. Lots of people listen to podcasts, lots of people listen to multiple podcasts. Yeah. I'm sure we're not the only podcast that you listen to. And you probably hear the same kind of an ad Amazon banner on everybody else's podcast. But a lot of those podcasts are getting like like they're like major comedians that have a yeah, huge fan yeah, base. They're major rich, anyways. Yeah, they have a lot of money, and so why give them more money? Your your money through Amazon help us. We're the smaller podcast staying afloat in this big ass ocean of podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still here doing it, but we need your help. That's yeah. why we're telling you to go do this. Um, and here's the thing, Amazon. It's not like it's costing you anything actually to it's go the exact do exact same price. Yeah, and right. it does. Yeah. What Amazon's doing is the profit they're making off of your purchase. They're going to cut off a percent of their profit and throw it our way, and that's how and we make money. money. A
0: small, minute fraction. Right. This is
3: why we other. need more people to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the more people that do it, the higher percent we get, and that all builds up, and eventually, you know, you know, we get money then through that, and we can upgrade our microphones. Up. We can pay to have bigger acts in here. Yeah, we can get. Yeah, we can actually pay guests, which means we can draw bigger guests, which means we can become a bigger fish in this giant ocean of right. podcasting. That's right. Uh, but, you know, that's we what we ask for help yeah. to do that. So that's why you do that. airman.com sponsor tab, Amazon banner, bookmark it. Just go to that bookmark then after that, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. Right? That's right. Boom. Also, you want to call, podcast, suggest. Um, some topics maybe uh, there's a couple different ways you can do this first of all the phone number we have a podcast phone line dedicated line this is for not just think tank it's for rock vegas it's for beer with friends it's for for any, wet. any podcast any on this ever. network uh, the number is 321-413-5300 that's 5300 if you don't know if it's 300 well. <laughs> I'll repeat it 321-413-5300 call that number you can text that number um yeah you call it leave a voicemail it's just at the top say who you are where you're calling from and what podcast you're trying to get a hold of you can call anytime 24 hours a day it's always there leave a voicemail or play it on whatever given show you're calling for and yeah also you can text it you can say you know whatever you want to say you know I, that episode on whatever is fucking awesome or fucking sucked or whatever. You guys should talk about Michael Jackson more. Whatever you yeah, want us to talk exactly. about. Exactly. It, it's whatever. That's our feedback. You want to feedback through that texting mm-hmm. or phone call? That's the way to do it. There's other ways to do feedback, specifically for Think Tank, which you're hearing now. Uh, email thinktankpod at gmail.com. Just email there. Uh, you can tweet at this particular podcast, at the Think Tank pod. Very easy. And uh, that's what you do. So, a few ways to get a hold of us here on the Podcast Network. Yep. Hell yeah. Amazon, through the com and the sponsor tab. Quick do command. it. phoenixbeardoils.com. Give someone the bird today. Hell yeah. What is Phoenix Beard Oils, Dave? Uh, Phoenix
0: Beard Oils is my company, my own business uh, that I created. Uh, it's basically the cheapest way you can get beard oils for your beard, your goatee, mustache if you want. Hell, you can even put it in your head, You like your head hair, wherever oh, yeah. you want it. Pussy hair, wherever, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, Phoenix Beard Oils, um, what I did is I created my own scents uh, with the help of Joy um, and with you as well. We have other people, you know, friends and, and whatnot create different scents. Um, and what Beard Oil does is basically makes it softer, it helps promote uh, healthier growth, and it makes it smell good. So some new scents that we have right now, uh, the Pharaoh, it's like an Egyptian-y scent, and uh, flavor saver also, um, which is more like, I don't know, you describe it. You, Skittles. You made it, yeah, Skittles.
5: Skittles. Skittles I would say is the closest thing without
3: yeah. calling it Skittles.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, what, what sets apart uh, our company versus the other companies is one: the price. You know, no matter how many essential oils and, and flavors and scents we put into it, it's going to be the same price. Um, and so and that's one thing. It beats the price of most of the other ones. Yeah. Beer to our yeah. yeah. And uh, also, I put with our our uh, website every scent, every essential oil that's in there, and carry oil. I put what the aromatherapy properties is of that essential oil. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a healthier thing to let you know what you're doing too. If you're looking for a certain thing. If you want to get energized, we have one called Energy that'll get you all going out.
3: Um, you have one to help people stop smoking.
0: Yes, we have one to help people quit uh, chewing tobacco is what it was designed for, but it will help also with uh, helping you quit smoking. You have well. one to
3: help people grow in their beard if yep. it's patchy? Yep. Called Patchless. Patchless, yep. What was the uh, s- not-stop-smoking one? Dipless. No. Dipless. I knew yeah. it was something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, Dipless because it was I designed yeah. it for myself to quit chewing tobacco. Right. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of different things we do. If there's Anything at all that you want to see, something that you've seen at a different company, uh, a scent or something, or something that you are looking for. If, I don't know, you're, you you want to dye your hair and it's not staying, maybe I can design a scent that will help keep it that new yeah, color.
3: For whatever. the hair. Yeah.
0: yeah, for your hair. So let us know. Reach out to us, um, phoenixbureaus.com. You can check it out. There's a Contact Us page as well.
3: And, yes, if you enter the promo code D2R, yes, the letter D, the number two of the letter R, you get 10% off the entire 10% order. 10%
0: off your order, yep. And that's a never-ending coupon. Yeah. Another thing that sets us apart with your order, you'll get a handwritten thank you note from me every single time. it's your
3: eight days autograph.
0: And in my autograph, a handwritten note. A uh, thank you note. Yeah. And I always throw new things in. Yeah. So whatever current new scent that's not even on the market yet, that I'm just test marketing, you're just creating. You get it. You get it. That's you, awesome, dude. You might even get one brand new that I created specifically
3: for you just because. Wow. So that's part of like when you say, hey, I'm looking for something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave may just create one for you and see if you like it. And then mm-hmm. if if you like it and he likes it, it could become a all-the-time offering. That's right. Possibly. That's right. Wow. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. So uh, go do that. PhoenixBeardOils.com. Promo code D2R during checkout. 10% off your entire order. You're going to get Dave's autograph. You're going to get a thank you note. You might even get your own personalized scent. Yeah. Can't beat it.
0: You can't. Check it out. Give someone a bird.